afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast of all things music, both new and classic. This is Paul Stanley from KISS. What? Yeah, it is. Someone shaking the head no, but it's me. Hey, we got a great show today. It's all KISS. Kyle's here, Jimmy Pardo's here, and Pat Francis is here. He's great. Let's get started. Thank you, Paul. Uh, Kyle, how are you doing? I'm good. Uh, we are uh, we are recording uh, July eighth for a show that will not drop until uh, I think in uh, sometime in August. How about that? <laughs> Good information. <laughs> well, that's how I do it. Uh, Jimmy Pardo's here. Hi, Pat. How you doing, Jimmy? Doing very well. I wonder if legally, yeah, you should say this is the Star Child. I don't know. Instead of using his name. That's what I'm just wondering, legally. Which ones do you think is copyrighted more, Star Child or... Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. This is Stanley Arthur. He doesn't use that name, right? Is that his name? He probably doesn't sound the same as... Uh, oh, God damn it. Yeah, you're right, Kyle. I'm going to apologize, Kyle, <laughs> up front. I sound hoarse. Don't I, do I sound hoarse? You sound a little bit hoarse. Why is that, Kyle? I don't know. Jesus. This is going to drop August 6th. Still looking it up, huh? Yeah, it's going to uh-huh. drop in about a month. Okay, great. Just so you can promote later on. You can say where you're going to be in August. Yeah, I get it. Right? Yeah. The, that's right, the eighth month of the year. Right. That, on the eighth day, God created rock and roll. <laughs> that's right. Who did he give it to? Well, the Lord taketh and the Lord giveth away. <laughs> God no, gave he, rock and roll. He giveth. And no, God gave away. rock and roll. That's, that might be on the list. <laughs> That's my bad, Paul Stanley, right there. Right. You got to hear uh, my son's at Paul Stanley uh, over the weekend. Yeah, that's not bad. That was a decent one. It's not bad. Los Angeles, let me hear you. <laughs> that's what he does. And his favorite Kiss uh, member is who? Uh, probably, probably Paul Stanley. Paul Stanley? And as a reminder, when, when, when Oliver was like three, he, yeah. Yeah, I would say, you know, who are the members of Kiss? He would say, uh, there's the demon, right. there's the cat man, mm-hmm. there's the spaceman, and Paul Stanley. <laughs> That's what he would say. He didn't know he was Star when Child. he was three. No, he, did, he, he had respect for Paul Stanley, <laughs> as we all do. Well, Paul, he, Paul's got the best book. Well, Paul's a great book. He's also got the best seats in the house at the uh, L.A. Kiss Arena football games. He's right there in the front row. Uh, he was up on his feet at the last game, uh, rooting on that squad. He, uh, he wears a wig when he's on stage with Kiss, but he doesn't wear a wig in his... I don't understand that because he's got a pretty good head of hair. He's got a gorgeous head of hair. So why does he put a wig on that? I can't understand it. If I had hair like that, I wouldn't cover it up. Wouldn't put a wig on top of that. No, yeah, I put a I put a ring on it. <laughs> That'd be like weird Al Yankovic putting a wig on. Yeah, couldn't hurt him, <laughs> right? Maybe a hat. Uh, everyone knows the topic already because uh, because of uh, Glenn K. Ammo's uh, excellent artwork that he did this week. But uh, before we start it, Jimmy, we I want you to do a, a segment with us that we do here. Yeah. We do something called First Listen. This is a, a segment, if I'm not mistaken, where you play a song, mm-hmm. and i got to tell you my opinion on it upon first blush. Right. We're gonna, I'm going to pass the CD around, and we're going to each pick a song. We'll hear three songs, and then we'll decide at the end whether we like the album or we don't like the I album. I don't have to guess who it is? No, no, no. It's not like that. I'd we're like just to guess. This is a CD, and I've never heard this. Oh, you'll never guess this. Is that true? Yeah. Who is it? Well... <laughs> It's Bobby Hustle <laughs> from his debut album. It's the Hustle. Where did you get this? Well, 
because I write for Pop Culture Beast, sometimes I'll get a CD sent to me in the mail. Uh, it's actually on Dynasty Records, which goes right along hand in hand with our. Uh, well, wait, wait, what, what if that was released in Australia? It'd be Dynasty. Okay, just making sure. That's Dynasty. Thank you, Paul. Um, so yeah, so I haven't listened to this. Uh, I just loaded in, and we we're going to listen to it. So uh, you're the guest, or well, you're guest co-host. So I'm going to give this to you, and you're going to tell Kyle what song you want to hear. Come on, Kyle, help out here. I, what, what yeah, we, you, Johnny Longarms, <laughs> two guys, five, five, six, and five, four and a half. And, try to reach across uh, the, try the to table. Reach across it. You're it's staring, four foot. And we can't get. You're it. staring at us like, uh, what do I? Why they can't reach each other? <laughs> help us out, you fucking. Part so, of my language. So pick it. Do you, you swear on your program? Or yeah, we do. Yeah, we swear. Uh, you know what? The first track lets me know I'm not going to like any of this. Well, you don't know that. Cush Morning. What's that mean? With a K. I don't know. What's Cush? Seriously? I don't know what that means. Kyle. <coughs> a marijuana right? Yeah, marijuana. Well. A marijuana. And then you got in a Rizla. Rizla. What? Okay. Let's do that one. Let's do uh Which track is that? No, then you get like a 10. Smoke some ganja. Featuring Sizzler. Look, man, it's Bobby Hustle. It's, it's the hustle. All right. So the, we're not. Uh, what if we love it? I've already answered your question. We no. might love it. It's horrible. Let's try it. Pick first, a song. First of all, I appreciate <laughs> the artwork from uh, the guy who got his first uh, uh, the first draft of uh, Photoshop. <laughs> yeah. This is awful. Right? What, what's a better uh, reference than that, Kyle? You're young. Uh, not Photoshop. What, what? Kind of looks like clip art. Yeah, yeah clip, clip art. Think, oh, look at that skimp, too. One sheet. <laughs> One sheet in there? Come on, Bobby. I'll, I'll tell you what the hustle is. This guy's trying to sell that to, to people. trying to move me on this. What? This is awful. Are you going to pick a song? I already did. I picked... Uh... Oh, no, I guess I didn't say it out loud, did I? <laughs> uh, where, where'd it go? Uh, wait, wait, wait. It's not even the same. It's not even on here. There you go. In a Rizla or whatever it's called. What track is number uh, two? Track six. six. Okay, let's hear this. Half a dozen. Bobby Hustle. Yo, MG, we find the weed. Yo, grab up. All right. Don, can I get a paper, please? Because I already got the fire. Push roll up, 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 up. Push roll up, 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 so far, the only difference between this and a CD that a guy hands me in front of the uh, Grauman Chinese Theater is that this has graphics. Well, I'm going to tell you something, Pat. You first of all, you make good sense. Second of all, the product, production wise, was good. That's fantastic. Yeah. You would think he would put a little more money into the uh, graphics because uh, yeah. that's a good sounding CD. The song doesn't sound bad. No. Uh, I don't like. I'm not a reggae fan, but if well, you like reggae, no, I assume no, no, that's good. That doesn't sound bad at all. I think he's got to change his name. I think he's got to change the yeah. title. Bobby, the, the the artwork and the name Bobby Hustle made me think he was like some sort of like lounge lounge guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought it was going to be that. I thought it was going to be yeah, like a I Vegas-y. had no idea it would be reggae. Pass it around, let Kyle pick. More than happy to do it, Kyle. I went with number six. What do you got, Kyle? I think you uh, can play any track. It'll sound just the Let's find out. That was not bad. I don't, I want to crap on this, and I can't. Someone someone's going to get this for free, so. I'll play. What uh, if it's him? What if he wins it? I'll play another one gone. <laughs> another one gone. Oh, that could be uh, that could be about uh, our troops. This is a song from my friends I haven't seen in a long time. This is a song for the warriors who fell in on the front line. Boom. Another one gone. I thought that was on the song when you just said that. I am good. That's not too shabby. This isn't bad. You want to crap on it. You can't. Because, because it's Bobby Hustle and the artwork is ridiculous. Do you think that somebody's going to let Bobby know that we've talked about this and we're going to let you, Bobby, if you're listening, change the name, 
Nobody's going to listen to Bobby Hustle do reggae. Or put a dollar sign in that hustle. That's not a bad idea. Put a dollar sign in that hustle. Make it uh, thug it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, urban it up. Urban it up, urban it up. That's heart. All right. Well, let's listen. Let's listen to one more because this could uh, maybe this maybe I'll pick one. that's terrible. Uh, <laughs> you don't know. That. You don't know. Let's go with number seven. Let's go with memories. What if it's a cover of that cat song? <laughs> oh, I love that. I'm at the bar and the lights Same song. Off, and this girl says she need a ride home. And she was looking like a model. Then again, I was drinking any out the bottle. Then she said she needed me back. Must have been the easiest I ever had. And she knows she's not my wife to be. But tonight she's alright with me. They say beauty isn't just skin deep. So tonight, girl, I'm sticking it in deep. Blame it on Kush, you can blame it on Hennessy. But tonight, girl, we gon' make memories. They say beauty isn't just skin deep. Well, look. This uh, you never know how this is going to go. The artwork uh, tells us this is going to be terrible, right? Uh, the name Bobby Hustle. I thought we were going to get a lot of a lot of humor out of that. Yeah, but um, I give it a thumbs up. Pat, I'd like to sit down with Bobby Hustle's management. Is there a is there a uh, contact number on there? It's uh, it's too small for me to read. I can tell you that uh, Bobby Hustle must be R. Spencer, which would I guess would be Robert Spencer. Yeah, Bobby. Uh, well, this is this that appears be a, to be what he looks like. Oh God, I hate him. Let me see. I hate this guy. I've never hated a human being as much as I hate this guy. That's Bobby Hustle? Yeah. Jesus. Hate him. <laughs> Who do you like better, Bobby Hustle or Bobby Tessel? Well, I know Bobby, <laughs> so it's it's Robert Hustle. Um, but yeah, I mean, that. I mean, if you're a reggae fan, that doesn't sound... I didn't think he was going to be a white guy. Did you? Uh, no. Well, based on the, uh, the imagery... Uh, I did. I did see this being a white. No, of course not. Based on his picture, I knew it was a white guy. This is his debut album. He's doing a Europe summer tour. Right? They love him overseas. Well, I'm, I'm flying out to London tomorrow. Maybe I'll see him. Over Pat, there. I recommend you check this guy out if you have the opportunity. I think live, this guy really sells it. He's well, got that backdrop. Well, look, if you want this CD, the first person to email me uh, via rocksolidpodcast at gmail.com and tell me, I want that Bobby Hustle CD. I'll send this to you. His website, he has all his links at the top, and that says, Contact the Hustle. See what I'm saying? All right, if you click it, what does it say? Oh, it's one of those forms. Uh, yeah. So he doesn't have management, this guy. This doesn't look that way. I don't know what you guys are doing. I think that we form a company. We manage Bobby Hustle. Do you think we can get him on the show? Do I? Th- you just got you just get more press than he's got in his entire <laughs> career. <laughs> and I, you know what? If he better, and I mean this sincerely, when they say, "Please welcome Bobby Hustle," it better be Van McCoy's "The Hustle" that he walks out on stage to. I got to be honest. I know. T- I know. Besides me, I know two other people that have heard this CD and they love it. Who's who's that? <laughs> you two. This says, and then it says bl- <laughs> instead of blogs, it says blogging Z. Yeah, he gets it. Bobby understands it. Yeah, I'm he's talking talk. street. Yeah, that's street talk. Bloggins. What? Uh, that was Van McCoy that did the hustle, right? Uh, just so, I think so. So that I'm not. Uh, or is it the McCoys? No, you're thinking of the Hatfield McCoys. It would be, they had a big rivalry. <laughs> they fought over property, I believe, for the most part. The hustle. I, I think t- it's I think it's Van McCoy. It I typed Van McCoy. I typed in the hustles. Do, do, so do, I, uh, do, 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 oh no, there it is. 1975. He should walk the way that Elvis used to walk out to that. That tune is. I, I want uh, Bobby Hustle. What did Elvis walk out to? What was that song? What, what did he walk out to, uh, Kyle? Elvis Presley, uh, Walk On Music. <coughs> Why am I coughing? I, I think it's the, isn't it, is it the theme from... Uh, well, it wasn't C.C. Ryder. It was some other... It was like that big grandiose, almost like the uh, theme from... Uh, See? 
Sissy Rider. 2112? No. 20, what's the name of that movie? Space Odyssey. But it's not that. But it's like that. Something like that. The hustle. No, yeah, I, yeah. We, we want to know yeah, where Elvis walked out to. That, that, that's not up for debate, Kyle. That's our, that's we want to know what did Elvis walk out to. We have to? literally seven hundred Kiss songs to talk about, yeah. and we're uh, I'm making him look this up. I apologize. It's okay. Here's this Here we is go. Opening el- uh, entrance to Elvis. Tim Zamat. Yeah, <laughs> very good. <laughs> Turn it Can I just say one more thing? Play that again. We, uh, I was telling Oliver the other day. Uh, uh, Who's an Oliver? My son. Platt? Uh, no, no, I'm not related to him. They um, uh, remember the music that the Ozzy used to open up his concerts with, where it would just be a black stage. Yeah, and then that crazy music, and then you would just hear "Let the Madness Begin." Yeah, yeah. I, 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 and, and I said, remember when, when we did our first sketch show back in 1996? Yeah, I said. Uh, I think we should start the show. Like yeah. that. Stage black, the music plays, let's the mad, let the madness begin, then we do our show. And we agreed. And out of the five, or how many guys were in that group? Uh, five? Five? Five, five, five or six? I think it was, the vote was three to two against. <laughs> and I, I told Oliver that, and he goes, well, they're wrong, Dad. <laughs> because it would that would have been like, yeah. it, it was funny. So what did we open with? Nothing. <laughs> we went with the other way. We're nothing. Nothing. No fanfare. No fanfare. No, no showmanship. <laughs> Here come three, five guys you don't know. There's five white guys in different colored t-shirts. <laughs> Idiots. Uh, uh, uh. Oh. Okay, look, before we start, let's talk, let's talk a little bit about Jimmy Pardo and his relationship with the music of Kiss. How can I help you? Uh, first concert you ever saw was what? Kiss. Who'd you go with? My mother, my stepbrother Ron, and my brother Mike. And uh, my mother sat on her own because we bought three tickets. Then we bought a single ticket. <laughs> Cut her loose. Mm. How old was your mom at that point? Probably younger than we are now. Much younger. If I this was nineteen hundred seventy nine, the Dynasty tour. Uh, that makes me thirteen. That mm-hmm. makes her thirty three. Thirty three. And I was uh, I was fifteen when I saw them because I saw it. Uh, I think July. Probably. Probably. It's probably right around now I when know. I saw them in 1979. Isn't that something? Who opened when you saw them? Judas Priest. You I saw... I saw New England. Yeah. Don't ever want to lose you. That was a good song. I remember my stepbrother Scott saying mm-hmm. when we left, because he was older than us, and, yeah. uh, one of those anti-Kiss guys, you know, in a year, Judas Priest will be bigger than Kiss. And he was like, no way, man. <laughs> Guess what happened in a year? <laughs> Judas Priest was bigger than Kiss. Now, from what I always read now about the Dynasty Tour is those shows sucked. Horrible. I thought it was a fantastic show. Yeah, we didn't know any better. No, I, I thought it was I amazing. Too. I thought it was the greatest thing I'd ever been a part of. Yeah. And, uh, they yeah. rose out of the stage. Here they come. Here come all your the co- all They had colors in their outfits super, now. Super white stage. Superheroes. Uh, how many solo songs were played? In a, when I saw them, they were only doing New York Groove. I don't think I anyone think else. I think it was down to that, because I think they started playing four, right? Then they went down to the two. Two, and then, and New, then New York Groove. New York Groove. And of course, Peters was the first to be cut out. I'm sure it had to have been tossing and turning in the middle of a kiss. <laughs> Although, how, that's no different than Christine 16. It's just as it's awful. Not. That's true. Um, <laughs> what were the first uh, kiss out? First kiss album you bought? Was it Alive? No, Rock and Roll Over. Rock and Roll Over. I got that was the first one. I had uh, joined the Columbia Record co- mm-hmm. uh, Club, and I got uh, uh, Love Gun and Rock and Roll Over came on vinyl. On vinyl, and. Um, that that was so much fun. That was so much fun. You know what? My, what the my parents, my, I think my mom said, oh, "That crazy kiss." 
But your mom was probably only 40 at the time, too, right? Well, let's think. Uh, 79. You're 15. How old is Nana right now? She, 77? She'd have been like 42 or 41, probably. Okay. Still young, man. Yeah. It's still young. I know. To be turning their nose up at that crazy kiss. Right. Give me the Jerry Vale. <laughs> Where's my Perry Como cassette? There, that was yep. played in our house. Yeah, well, it was played in mine. Not, not in mine. Not singing th- Barber. <laughs> what? What's the singing barber? That's Perry Como. He's the singing barber. Oh, Is he a real barber? I think he was a yeah. barber. Yeah, I think he was too. Really? Yeah, I think that's where you came I'd, from. That I'd rather hear Floyd the barber sing. <laughs> no, Perry's got a beautiful voice. Don't bad mind. Are you Perry. looking it up? Yeah. All right. Sure you got it. So ask me my second kiss album that I. What was your second kiss album you bought? This is interesting. It was a birthday. Uh, uh, I think I had some money from a birthday party, uh-huh. and it was the originals. Remember that where they repackaged oh, yeah, the where first they just three? Put the first three all together. Kiss yeah. the originals. With, uh, but at the time, you didn't think like, "Hey, it's a cash grab." Hey, this is a way for them to make more money. You thought it was awesome. You thought like, "Oh, hey, that, hey, that was nice of them <laughs> to package all three Thank of these you. together at a reasonable price, like double platinum." Oh, they remixed them and put a new track on. Oh, so it's not just a greatest hits then, <laughs> but it is. It's exactly what Even it is. Even back then, they knew how to. They know how to do it. Bilk you. So dummies, and I'm pointing at myself for the uh, at home <laughs> listener, uh, would go. Well, that's a, it's, it's double platinum. There's a brand new album. <laughs> yeah, double. Hey, platinum. this has a lot of the same songs on it. You sound very similar to other songs. <laughs> I didn't. Well, this one's got a uh, 78 uh, behind oh, it. So this is Strutter 78. Got a little disco feel to it. Did they uh, did they re-record that? Do we know? Did they re-record Strutter 78, or was that just? Uh, I think they. Re- uh, I don't know. I don't know either. I know the drums were a little more and there's also some uh, some disco-y uh, mm-hmm. sound effects to it, I believe. Yep. Some echo, maybe. Added to it. Mm-hmm. He was a cut. barber. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay, excellent. Right. Can you play a little Van McCoy for me? <laughs> <laughs> so let's run through it with, with Kiss. They got 20 studio albums. Is that what they have? Yeah, seven live albums, 13 compilation albums. Uh, can you th- and then four solo albums. Now, now we're not going to address the live albums here today, correct? No, we're we're only going to tackle the solo albums. I know that Kiss Alive oh, Two. We are doing the solo albums. No, no, I'm sorry. We're only going to attack the. Um, I meant to say studio albums. I see. Um, we're not doing the solo albums, and we're not doing the five tracks that were on. Uh, Kiss Alive Two. Kiss Alive Two. They're all pretty good tracks, though. They're not bad. Yeah. All American Man. You're six foot. Hot look. look. Rocket ride. What would be, uh, let me see, you know, what, without playing anything, I would say it's All American Man. We yeah. both like that one. Uh, uh, six, yeah, I, I do. Rockin' in the USA? Mm, that's a little rough. Larger Than Life? My love is larger, mm-hmm. larger than life. I think out of, and then Rocket Ride and Any Way You Want It, which is a Dave Clark five. Any Way You Want It. No, that should not have been on that album. Out of that, but out of those five, uh, larger than life's the one that doesn't grab me. Isn't much. that something? We both we we both have one, and it's not the same one. Nope. So that's a little bit of what's going to go on tonight. That's a little foreshadowing, isn't it? Pat? What's going to happen here tonight? We're doing a show tonight. If you don't already know it, if you can't read, it's uh, Kiss Keepers and Clunkers. Okay. Now, what I what I want you Hi. to do, say it again. Kiss. And then I just want you to pause long enough for people to turn this off. Keepers and Clunkers. <laughs> Well, that's why you're here, so that people won't turn it off. Jazz it up a little bit. Yeah. Have some fun. That's the key. I you think, think if I'd sit down and do this with Murray, people are still listening at this point? I haven't listened to one episode with Murray yet. <laughs> not one. Not one. I listen to every episode of Rock Solid, and when those come up, I delete them. I dra- every, I, and I have the joy of dragging over to that trash can. Everyone has their... None of that's everyone, All the co-hosts have their character. My, uh, Kyle, what is Siegel? Siegel's snowman. Yeah, he's a drug addict. 
Uh, what about uh, what why about, is he a drug addict? Because uh, he talked about doing coke on here one time. So now wait, Mike Siegel did blow. Yeah, I guess yeah. he had like a weekend, lost weekend. Our friend Mike Siegel. Yeah, Dill yeah. knows candy. Yeah, when I leave to here tonight, I'm going to go over. I have to do an intervention. You're saying our buddy Mike Siegel <laughs> yeah. did yeah. a bump. Yeah. Yep. All right. So I keep just using more phrases that I'm not familiar, <laughs> not really familiar with. Uh, Christy, what do we say? What's Christy? She's legs. Yeah, legs. That's what David uh, Wilde calls it. That's because yeah. she's a runner. Or no, yeah, David she, Wilde calls it. I said one day, oh, you have shorts on. You, you, you got pretty nice legs. So that's how, and then David Wilde now calls her legs. Uh, when I say she's a runner, I'm referring to her as that Billy Squire song. <laughs> <laughs> April would be, uh, she's our resident cool chick. Is that right? I call her four eyes because I had to tolerate those <laughs> posts about her eyes. Uh, those, those, those were bordering on Lisa Goyge-esque. <laughs> oh, that, you can't, you can't, you're going to have to edit that. No, I don't edit anything. Lisa Goyge has never, she hasn't listened to the episode she was on. This one she will because she loves these guys. <laughs> she knows a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, and then Murray is what? Put-upon guy. He's the put-upon guy. <laughs> and they know this. Everybody knows this. I think they know it. If they don't, they're, 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 if they don't, Murray's feelings are hurt on a weekly basis. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> and uh, and Siegel is getting uh, calls for people that want to help him. Or trying, or, or to, give, trying to give him yeah. some drugs. Yeah. Man, if Mike would go on tour right now, people would probably be coming uh, back to the green room with a little, uh, little candy. He'd be like uh, you know, Doug Benson is with pot. He'd yeah, be that with Tootsky. blow. A little nose candy. Right. He's on the cover of uh, White China Times. <laughs> China white idiot. White, no, that's how out of it I am. That's, that's how square I am. That's what I'll edit out. This is a late night record. It gets a little loopy late at night. It's, uh, well, I don't know what late is to you. It's only eight. <laughs> yeah, I'm not you, Hefner. <laughs> okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to go through this, and I'll let you go first, and you're going to play. We're going to start with album number one with the self-titled Kiss. And you, you honestly believe, and I'm, 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 I'm putting the disclaimer out early on this. Okay, what? You honestly believe that we're going to get through 20 albums. No. Okay. <laughs> what will happen is we'll look and we'll go, we've been talking now for this long. And well, I'll we already have. We haven't even played one half of the song. Except for a little Van McCoy. How long have uh, we been like recording? 22 oh, 22 minutes. minutes. You know what? But this is smart. Get him interested. And what, that's great. Entertain him. And then here comes this thud yeah. of dull. And then, uh, you know, and if it, if it gets to be too long, we'll just, uh, we'll, we'll couch it and we'll come back for, uh, for a part two down the road. Start it up to you. Yeah. This is the first time you're in the studio recording. First time I've been here before, though, to watch uh, Captain America. <laughs> Captain America, too. We had a movie. Sometimes I'll have a movie night. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I came. Yeah, which is weird because it's not your genre of movie. No. What would have been a movie that would get you here? Like, no doubt about well, apparently it. Apparently that got me here. That did get you here. But I told you off air what, what got me here. Was the, was, the, you the, thought we'd have a giant pizza. The time before, you had that delicious mama, big that, mama, big papa pizza. That was a, that was a, that was a big Oscar party. I show just... up to this thing thinking I'm going to get a little big mama, big papa. What do we have? Yeah, the, the worst uh, little Caesar wrapped in bacon crust <laughs> nonsense. It ruined my night. <laughs> well, we did have 30... And then you a-holes watched the movie seriously. Like, we're not... Well, we had 30 bags of chips that Schmidt brought. I think, I think he, first of all, I think he boosted those off a truck. Nobody shows up with nine bags of chips. Mike cracks me up because no matter, he does everything aggressively. Even he brings the chips and he throws them down. Throws them, I, I bet if I open one of those bags, there were just crumbs. Just crumbs. Because he throws them down. You're right. And Mike, and, and we're not speaking out of turn. If he listens to this, he, he'll, he'll agree with us. What does Mike do after he's done drinking a bottle of water? Well, he, squ- he, squ- he smashes he, against his... He, sp- he crushes it. He yeah. crushes it in his hand like... Like an ape. I, like an, I don't know why he does that. And it scares me because it makes like a noise. Like yeah. <laughs> They use it for Foley work. Of course it scares you. 
I didn't talk about Axel. But uh, we had we there were four of us here, and we had way too much food. It was you, Kyle, me, and Mike. <laughs> what, <laughs> a, what a gaggle of misfits! <laughs> I walked in. It was one of those things where there were so little people here, I couldn't walk out. I wanted to go, well, maybe they didn't see me. If there were a lot of people, when you would go, ah, no, there's no one here I really want to hang with, which was true. I could, I could, it would have been, been funny, but it was the three it of you. It wasn't enough to get out of it. But that said, it was, I, I enjoyed the movie. I, we, I literally did not know we were really going to watch the movie. Yeah, it I was going to be a double feature, but we didn't get to Guardians of the Galaxy because we started uh, BS. Every, well, everyone said, I don't think we can do another movie, and then we talked for like three hours. we talked hours. for three hours. <laughs> three hours. We cannot watch another movie. But that, see, that's what I thought the whole night was going to be talking for three hours, and then we'd all go, ah, the movie's never came, and then we leave. You go Instead, to the theater, you, I watch- hate, you hate talking at the theater. Why would this be any different? Because I didn't think we really watched it. I thought it was a hang, man. <laughs> if I emailed you and said, hey, do you want to just come over to the office and just eat pizza and hang out? If, it was, if I thought that Big Mama Pizza was going to be here, I would have been here. I can't, that's why I came. That pizza's like 50 bucks for that big pizza. Well, yeah, next time, don't invite me. You're not going to provide a <laughs> snack like that. I was sold a bill of goods. I'm going to trick you next time in the email. It's going to say, like, Big Mama, Big Peppies. And you're going to go, hey, they're going to have their pizza. And well, I'm not up. dumb. I know how to read. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Big Peppies is the Italian. Uh, the Italian, you asshole. <laughs> Who did you record with this week so far? What do you mean? Who did you record with on your show this week? Lauren Ash. And, and who else are you going to record with this Paul week? Paul Britton. I don't know who Paul Britton is. Sure, from SNL. You know, Paul. He was on SNL for a couple of seasons. Bob Britton was he a writer or was a performer? Performer, you know him. You don't know exactly. He did that uh, little Lord Fauntleroy character. I'm gonna have to see very a picture funny. of him. Very funny, very funny. I like the new cast that they have. Well, he's not on it. He, he uh, left, uh, I think, two seasons ago. Did they on his own accord? Can't answer that. Damn it! Can't. Won't. You got a picture of him? Can't and won't. Very entertaining. He's gonna show it to me. And go, I hate that guy. No, I don't. You know, he kind of looks like Will Forte in that one picture. Does a little bit, doesn't he? So Will Forte's on this week. Yeah. I'll just say, yeah. Has Will Forte been on before? Sure. Cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah real, yeah, real cool. <laughs> this is going to also air after you've done uh, three nights of match game at, uh, at the UCB. At the UCB. And also on July 25th, my, uh, my show uh, premiered on the Science Channel, Race to Escape. But that's still on. That's still going to be on. That's going to be on every Saturday, and I don't know the time. Because this is a recording this well, prior. We, we hope that by the time this airs, it's still airing. It'll still air. It's going it's to be very successful. All right. That's good. I'm very proud of it. All right. Excellent. And what's it called again? Race to Escape. Race to Escape. It's a great show created by the great Riaz Patel. I am the host. It's very similar to what Jimmy uh, tried to do when he came to movie night. <laughs> I tried to race to escape. Okay. Let's Kyle, get... you had a question? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, I saw the pictures of that, the, yeah. the photo stills, whatever, mm-hmm. you in front of the door, mm-hmm. you could not look more unamused. Uh, it's a serious show. It's a serious show. Oh, okay. <laughs> huh? There's actually some humor in it, uh, but it is not, by any means, it's not the Jimmy Pardo show. It's not going to be right. me yeah. telling people to suck a muffler or any of that nonsense. I'm uh, excited. Did you, did you even try to work any of that in? There really was, no, you know what, when I did the interviews, the post-game interviews, mm-hmm. I did... Um, but they, you know what? They didn't. It didn't play. It just. It didn't. It didn't fit the what was happening. Gotcha. So, uh, you know, you you adjust, and by adjusting, you let your the editor do his work. And uh, there you have it. It's a great show, though. Race to Escape. All right. Race. Science Channel, Kyle. Okay. There's still photographs, you dumb fuck. There are <laughs> photographs to try to promote. What am I supposed to have a big smile on my face like a clown? Yeah. It's not a carnival. Right. If you it's saw, a science if channel. You saw, if you saw a still photo of, uh, of a news anchor, 
he wouldn't be. Uh, he wouldn't have a beep beep. Right, have a he's horn. Not a joy buzzer and a yeah, uh, propeller hat. That's true. Jesus, Kyle. <laughs> Kiss keepers and conquerors. Let's remember something, Kyle. Even if I wasn't amused, I'm here to promote something. You jackass. <laughs> Sorry. What should I edit out? So far, everything. I'd start over. <laughs> Uh, let's go. Uh, Keepers and Clunkers. 1974. First Kiss album. Uh, the cover. I love the cover. You do. I love the cover of that album. What do they, they got Catman makeup? A little bit, a little intricate. A little, a little busy. I don't know how long that took, but I'm sure that they were waiting at the photo session for him to finish <laughs> up. Uh, it's got way too, the, the whiskers are so intricate on that. Mm-hmm. How long did it take for Gene to tell him to, to, to stop it? Just go with a solid whisker, Pete. I mean, what if that, that was a conversation? <laughs> that's the separate. That was a conversation. Yep. Go with the solid whisker, Pete. Hey, Paul, we're gonna, uh, Paul, we're gonna sit down with Peter and tell him to go with the solid whisker. And by the way, from what I understand, they still put the makeup on their, they, themselves. That's what they say. Wouldn't you at this age? Wouldn't you be kicking back in a chair with some makeup people putting it on you every night? You know, if I go to, uh, as I did as a child mm-hmm. when I went to Kings Island in uh, right outside of Cincinnati, between Cincinnati mm-hmm. and Dayton, Ohio. Sure. They would use one of those airbrush things. Yeah. And they would put the kiss makeup on you, which I was, I believe I was uh, Paul Stanley. My brother was Ace Fraley. Yeah. Four minutes. Yeah. And you know what? Looked great. Looks great. Didn't look any different than what these no. guys take three hours to do. So why wouldn't you just sit there yeah. and put the stencil over your eye, spray paint, showtime? And poor Eric Singer, he's like, I, 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 I never invented this. I don't know what, I, but I have to put on, because the Catman is still the most intricate. There's no question. And then poor Tommy Thayer, he's got to wear some silver makeup that I'm assuming is giving him face cancer. There's got to be, right? I mean, we learned that even Buddy Epson couldn't put the silver on. <laughs> no. I mean, your skin can't breathe. Right. They put that on the best-looking guy. Is he handsome, Tommy Thayer? He is pretty handsome, I think. Is he a good-looking guy? Go ahead. Look that Solid, up. right? He's got that solid jaw. Yeah. You see it even might, through, Maybe a cleft. Even through the makeup, you see that cleft yeah. jaw, don't you, Pat? He's got a full head of real hair. Beautifully. You know what? This is the interesting thing about him. Wears a wig in the off-season. <laughs> He's a handsome guy. Yeah, it looks like a wig though in that picture. Doesn't, see. doesn't that look wig-like? It does. Look doesn't that look like somebody had? Uh, it is, but there's no way that's a wig. No, no, I know. I, I've seen Tommy. I, Tommy and I go to the same uh, barber. Is that true? Perry Como. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 1974. Let's kick it off. With and a what keep- is this? You're going to give us a keeper and then a clunker. All right, so here's the keeper. Uh, keeper is now. I was almost tempted, Pat, mm-hmm. to lift the version from Alive mm-hmm. because I think we can both agree that these first three Kiss albums, while there's some solid songs on them, yes, mostly solid, by the way, mostly solid. Yeah, production-wise, it, it's a little flat, very thin. It almost feels like the drums sound like you're hitting the plastic top of yeah. a Folgers coffee can. Yeah. Like it, it sounds. But and then and I'm not I'm say, I'm saying what people have said for 30 40 years. I mean, we could actually imitate it with just these I mean, it's not much different it's from not, that. It's not it isn't. And uh if I may, uh Bobby Hustle has better production than these three. <laughs> well, uh, you know, the equipment's changed. You're right, the stuff. equipment has changed. Uh but again, what people have been saying for 30 to 40 years is uh that uh, Kiss Alive, they at least br- they brought that energy. Even if they went into redubs or whatever they did, mm-hmm. it brought energy that they didn't have in the studio. So I almost dragged uh, the, uh, so the the Kiss Alive version over, but I did not, Kyle. Uh, and let me, I want to say this up front, too. The, uh, as far as keepers and clunkers, mm-hmm. some albums, uh, there's not really a clunker. It's kind of like my least favorite. Right. I agree with you. There's some of these albums that I don't feel, I go, well, this one's, this one's the one that most people would probably say. 
in my opinion, is a clunker, and yet I still like it. Or uh, and that happens a lot with the early stuff, definitely. There's times where I think the clunker is really no worse than the keeper. Yeah, like it's a, like well, I, how how would like if I when I played Danielle a keeper and a clunker, my, that's my beautiful wife. Well, she's going to she, say they're both bad. She's like both, bad, but <laughs> she's not wrong, right? And she's also not right. You yeah, know I mean, it's like yep. Uh, music's a very subjective count. <laughs> uh, anyway, this is the studio version. Uh, Kyle, you can go about a minute and twelve seconds in on this. One hundred thousand years, written by the great Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons. This is your keeper. This is my keeper. Yeah. Okay. Now, Kyle, do me a favor. Jump ahead to that next time slide there. Baby, won't you let me? All right. Now, see, here's the thing about that. That may be one. Boy, of that the- production is bad. Did you hear it? Sound like a guy just walked in singing. At the end, it did. I agree with that. Uh, that might be if I had to. If push comes shove, Kyle. That that might be in my top five uh, favorite Kiss songs of all time. Of all time. Now here's at two fifteen. Let me play a little bit. Of that. Listen, here it comes. Here it comes. Ready? He's got that jazz feel. Might not belong in Kiss. Here we go. What you mean? Here it comes. All right, shut it down. There's your keeper. Pat, your thoughts on that? Well, um, I like that song. It's uh, it's not my keeper or my clunker. But again, it's one of those Kiss songs where I don't know. I'm looking at these lyrics right now. I don't even know what they're talking about. What do you talk? What do you? I'm sorry to have taken so long. Right, long time. It must have been a bitch when I was gone. Right, well, the guy's well, off to war. Oh, you think he's off to war? And it felt like he was gone for a hundred thousand years. It also could be he just ran down to the uh, the bodega to get himself a sandwich. <laughs> sorry to have taken so long. That must have been tough, right? You're hungry. You might. Uh, you mind if I sit down for a while? You'll reacquaint yourself with my style. My style. I went and got a sandwich. Let's sit down and enjoy the style. Yeah. The some, some early, some early Who kiss knows? lyrics are tricky. Well, they're children. All right. So should you do your keeper and your clunker, or should we do keeper, keeper, clunker, clunker? I don't know. Do your clunker. All right. Do them both. Uh, this is, uh, I forget what track it is. It's written by the great man and low. Uh, this is kissing time, and I, and I think it's good. That, I, think, I think when a brand new L, uh, band comes out where they put these four faces on there, yeah. there's this demon, yep. there's a spaceman, mm-hmm. there's a star child, there's a cat, little kitty cat, separated whisker, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Sarah two with a hundred thousand years. Yeah. Strutter, deuce. And here comes the- Idiots! What a half So terrible. Why was that allowed? Shut up down, Kyle. I don't even want to give him credit for this. Why did that happen, Pat? Because it, because it was kiss. It's kissing time. But, it's kiss. Oh, jeez. I didn't even give it that much thought. Like I just think you would think management would go, guys, you, you spit fire on stage. Mm-hmm. Why would you put this on your album? Yeah, like shouldn't shouldn't somebody have gone? No, I mean maybe the maybe the record company said you got it on. Kyle, your thoughts? I was gonna say maybe management told him to put it on. Dude, you think, uh, yeah, that's true too. Pat, it, at the time, um, were they managed by the great Bill Coyne yet? Or was I think they still. I think they were. They were. Huh? Yeah. And then uh, and this album only clocks in at thirty five minutes, so maybe they just needed to fill out the time. But um, not wrong with thirty two minutes. Now look, that said, I don't hate it. No, no, that's, I, I, it's I, just. I mean, because we also have. Now, Kissing Time was my clunker also. It was. But there's also something called Love Theme from Kiss. Which I think is great. Which is just an instrumental. But, but musically, it's yeah. great. 
and then, and then here comes yeah. that drumstick on a coffee can. They might, they should have, if they would have called that something different from love theme from Kiss. Yes. Like if they just would have called it, you know, an interlude. I don't know what you're right. going to call it. But, uh, What's okay. your keeper then? Can well, I guess? Yeah. Oh, that'd be fun. You can't guess every time though. Really? I think that might add a little bit Because of you're always going to play and then I'm going to, or you want me to get, no, no, we can't guess every Strutter. time. Strutter. No, Strutter's great though. Deuce. No, Deuce is great. Deuce is great. I'm done. Um, I'm also when you say Strutter, I'm also rethinking what my what my pick is. But I, I know I I know three songs on this album: Strutter, Deuce, Hundred Thousand Years, and that and yours is not one of them. No. I, I think you should rethink it too. Play it. There we go. Play it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Get this move, you. <laughs> you were gonna say, get the firehouse. <laughs> Good save though, right? <laughs> Got the move, you. <laughs> this is a good song. In early days, Paul and Jean would sing together. Like Paul, look, McCartney and Lennon. That's what they would tell you. Let's get to the chorus. You know, we crap all over the production. That sounded pretty good in these headphones. Yeah, with the headphones, a lot of stuff sounds great in the headphones. Have you heard Bobby Hustle? You know what? The, I was thinking the same thing. Like sounds maybe it sounded good. great in these headphones. Yeah. Somebody gets that. Goes, what do you think Seth's talking about? It's the worst production I've ever heard in my life. We're listening to. Uh, we, we we use Bose headphones here. Brought to you by Bose. Where'd you get these? Are, are, are these run off the rack? Uh, yeah, I, I bought these myself. These are not custom. No, they're not custom. Right. <laughs> How would I get custom headphones? <laughs> okay, now we did this when Jeff uh, when Jeff uh, Tate was here. And we did our Tom Petty episode. We did this after after we talked about every album. Scale of one to ten, what do you give this album? This album? Yeah. Because I'll tell you, uh, even though it had a clunker on it, which we said we still like. Hey, I think you like it more than I do. I give this I give this album a ten. That seems high. I give it a ten. Of a scale of one to ten or yeah. to one to forty seven? One to ten. Strutter, nothing to lose. Firehouse, cold gin. Let me know. Kiss in time. Deuce. Love theme. Hundred thousand years. Black diamond. Oh God, black diamond is another song that you could easily pick as your keeper. Come yeah, on. I mean this is this has got solid tunes that they still play live. Strutter, firehouse, cold gin, deuce, hundred thousand years, and black diamond. They, six of those could still pop up in the set list right now, on from their debut album. Sure could. I give it a ten. The excitement in your voice makes I'm me excited. smile at you. Yeah. And uh, I will privately mock you when the show is over. <laughs> when uh, your show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I give it a nine. I get a real solid nine. nine. But that's a solid nine. And I, I don't disagree with that. Maybe, maybe we should say, you know, kiss in time, even though we don't hate it, brings it to a nine. Okay. Okay, I'll agree with you then. Nine. That's all right, a there nine. we go. I'm going to insist as the guest yeah. that you agree with me on all my, on my numbers. I do agree. You, you've, you've, uh, I talked you into it. It's, e- it's easy to grade it one, one through ten when there's ten songs on the album, too. Can I ask you a question? Hi. How are we going to handle those four songs from Killers? Those, <laughs> are, those, are, those, are, good, those are great songs. We're not, uh, we're not going to tackle those. All right. How are we going to handle those three songs from uh, Smashes, Thrashes, and Hits? Oh, God. One of them may be the, one of the worst songs ever recorded. Oh, they're no, both, they're both. Both. Two, are there three? Oh, you're counting Beth. Beth with the re-recorded uh, Eric. Yeah. 
Carville Chris. Okay, I'm going to go first this time. I think it's a good idea. I'm going to go first. Uh, Hotter Than Hell, 74, released the same year as the first album. That's right. Uh, these guys actually had two albums worth of material in them for uh, 1974. I think if you look at those times, they had one album that they split up into two. <laughs> right? Isn't this one like 32 minutes too? This is uh, as well. This is 33 minutes. Right. Produced uh, again by the team of uh, Kenny Kerner and Richie Wise. A couple of janitors at the <laughs> recording studio. Over the record plant. Yep. So uh, my keeper is, uh, it's a Paul, is it a Paul song or is it a Gene song? Or is it, they sing this together. Let's just play it. This is my keeper. Woo! Rock and roll! Let me go rock and roll. That is my keeper. That's my keeper. Mm-hmm. I'm keeping it. Mm-hmm. And then my clunker. I don't dislike that song, by the way, but whenever it would pop up at a set list, I was always disappointed because I thought, because they would always jam in the middle of it as well. And I always felt for the, the amount of time they took to play this song, they could do two songs I wanted to hear. Yeah, and it does, it does uh, let me go rock and roll covers a lot of, uh, a lot of ground that they cover in other songs yeah. throughout the night. So I agree with you, but... Uh, now, and I'm not saying that's my favorite song on the album. It's just, it's just. A oh, keeper. it's not. Nah, I mean, this was a tough album too because this has got a lot of great songs on it. But here's my clunker. All right. My clunker is a Gene Simmons song. Oh, written, it is written by Gene, sung by Gene, and this is a song called uh, uh, "All the Way." There's one reason. You've got a lot <laughs> It's just lazy it's lyric writing. Rhyme day with day. Mother and your father. One of these days push me now, but then again, like with, with other Kiss songs, when he got into the chorus, I started liking it. Well, see, here's the, can I tell you something, Pat? <laughs> if I had the initial draft of this, I uh-huh. used a Word document for this guy. Uh, I had that as my clunker, and then I went, let me make sure, and yeah. I dro- basically dropped the needle in the middle of it. And it was during that chorus, yeah. I was like, nope, that's too hooky. But, it's, uh, that is, but just some of the lyric writing at the is a little too it's a little too easy. Can I hear the very beginning of that Kyle? I think people would appreciate hearing that very beginning of that song again. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> Thank you. Uh have that have that at the ready, by the way. Let's have a drop of, let's make a drop of that. We'll ask it. Peter, are you there? Did it did it Here's what you know, it, it, it I was I was talking, you know, uh, my son Oliver who I brought up many times now. Because he's uh, a KISS fan. Uh, he likes it. Let me ask you something. Yeah. I'm Can more, I interrupt you? I'm more than happy to answer any questions. I'm an open book. Do you keep him away from the songs that are, are sexual of nature? Yeah, I, I, he doesn't listen to any of this. 
I mean, he, you know, he, he knows the, the hits. Okay. No, you know what? To answer your question, uh, what's that? Need it like a piece of cake. What is that? But that's a, that's a Paul Stanley lyric, but. That's lick it up. Let's look it up. He doesn't know what it means. He actually thinks it means. He thinks it, it means. They're eating some you're, cake. You're, they're, you're eating cake. They're, having, they're at a birthday party. Having, yeah, having yeah. a good time. You know, you're, when you're that is you're literal. That's you true. You know. That's true. I wonder when it's going to. And he'll be like, oh. Well, if it's anything like me, 28, 29, he'll figure it out. <laughs> oh, Love Gun's a penis. <laughs> what? Oh, uh, never mind. We'll talk after. So what were you going to say? Oh, that's cool. That's neat. Because it came with like a little paper, paper gun, the album did. So I, Mine came with a dildo. Oh, that's something. Oh, you got the deluxe version. Yes. You got the box set. Uh, you know what I was going to say is this, e- this just as easily, because to me, he loves that, that, that uh, cowbell sketch on SNL. Yeah, yeah. Which I, arguably is, I, I remember the day. I think it's the best sketch of all time. That you, you were still living on Genesee. Uh-huh. And I was, for some reason, I was in my... Uh, I don't watch SNL face. Right. And, and very outspoken about it, even though I was that a-hole. Hey, for no reason. Hasn't been good in your for, for no reason. For no reason. And you said, you got to watch this sketch. And I was like, I, I, I have no interest in watching a sketch. And you said, please just watch it. And I sat down, and I remember I had tears in my eyes, and I was punching your couch. I was laughing yeah, it's so It's ridiculous. Hard. And so Oliver has seen it. And, you know, Oliver is seven, for those that don't know my son. And he was la- crying and laughing mm. so hard as yeah. well. And I was talking to him about it, how it, it, what I love about that sketch is that it, it, it by all purpose, it should have been cut because yeah. everything you know about that show and, and Lauren Michaels is like, like if he, if you pitched that in the room, he'd go, no, no. But somebody said, two buddies, two idiots like you and I said, how funny, how, how much cowbell, why is your cowbell in this heavy metal song? You know, I don't I gotta know. be honest. I didn't realize how much cowbell was in it until the, after that sketch. That and then when I went to the song, I'm like. Oh my god. Well, somebody, fuck, it's but, incessant. So somebody did. Somebody heard it. Let's say it's Will Ferrell. Okay. He heard it and said, Can you believe how much cowbells in that song? No, I never really noticed it. Listen to how much cowbells in this heavy metal song. Blue Oyster Cult. Oh my God. Why do you think there's. And then they talked it through and they, they probably were pissing their pants laughing yeah. one night, the same way you and I would laugh at something yep. stupid. They went, let's pitch this. Why? He's never going to go for it. Let's just fucking pitch it. They must have really brought it in the room that day. So then they pitch it. It makes it. It gets all the way till now where there's t shirts and everything. Yeah. It could have just as easily been this song if that song was a hit. Yeah. Like, uh, All the Way by Kiss. It's got fucking cowbell in it. The, so, um, that's my point. Boy, that's I, a long way to go for that. I got to assume Blue Oyster Cult plays that clip before their show, right? All, ev- everywhere, all the time. You're, you're acting as if Blue Oyster Cult has any sort of theatrics. Any sort of... They came to my college when I was a freshman. I did not go. All the town folk came you in for that. Gone. I should have, because they blew up. Uh, they had a big blow-up Godzilla. Yeah. Oh, no. There goes Tokyo. <laughs> what a horrible... The lyrics... Just being a lyric. The lyrics on that thing are... It's on one of those... He uh, picks up a truck and he throws it back down as he's something through the center of town. If you have a song that could be on a kid's Halloween CD... <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. If you're side-by-side with Ghostbusters, maybe you're not heavy metal, fellas. Well, now, our friend Jim Glass loves Blue Oyster Cult. I don't dislike so. them, by the way. That uh, Bella Lugosi's Dead, that's a great song. And uh, Joan Crawford has risen wait, from the grave. Hang on, Bella Lugosi's Dead is Bauhaus. Yeah, that's not even close to <laughs> It's in the B's. It's in the B's, B section. I do all my music alphabetically, so I got it confused. Uh, you are up for your Hotter Than Hell uh, Keepers. More than happy wonders. to do it. My keeper is the one. And I, I'm full of stories, and you and I have spoken about this. And in fact, you told our friend uh, Bruce Kulik that, uh, this on your very program mm-hmm. here. You and I were living uh, as roommates on Otsego Boulevard yep. right there in... Uh, uh, beautiful North Hollywood, which was a toilet at the time. It's and since been... Uh, it's up and coming. Uh, I think it's there, man. It's, it's there. Beautiful. It's up. Beautiful area. It's up. 
And Kiss was on uh, David Letterman to promote uh, the Unplugged album, yeah. or the Unplugged uh, <laughs> thing that was coming out. Yes. And they played this song uh, called Coming Home, where you, they, it was such a, a new version of it. In fact, I almost, again, I almost pulled it off the yeah. Unplugged because it's a better version. be cheating. Uh you and I are huge. Admittedly, we're huge yeah. Kiss fans. We're not crazy that we know every uh, detail, L- lyric, like and everything. Do. Right? But we're big enough fans that we know the songs. They played such a neat version of that. We, we looked at each other. We went, "They're back." Yeah, they must be writing together again. Like yeah. we had this whole backstory. We thought written. that was a brand new song. Instead, it was from 1974. A little something called "Coming Home." About 16 seconds in. <laughs> <laughs> That's coming home. That's that, my keeper. That's a great tune. Yeah, I think you hear some of those lyrics. They just sound a little, you know, a little, a little cheese. I have to give a shout out quick to uh, Chris uh, Sinzik. I hope you said your last name right, Chris. Uh, he's the host of the Decibel Geek podcast, and he is a he's a huge Kiss fan. And he actually responded to one of my tweets earlier. He said that he wished he was sitting in with us tonight because that guy is a huge. I mean, we're we're gigantic Kiss fans, but that guy I think takes it up. I listen to the Decibel Geek podcast from time to time. You told me that's one of the three you listen to, uh, and he does a terrific job. And uh, when he speaks of Kiss. He speaks in a way like, like, you know, he knows that, but it's, it's his Chicago, right? You know, it's my Chicago. Oh God, I don't even know what, I don't know what my analogy is here. He knows a lot. I don't even speak about Cheap Trick the way he speaks about Kiss. Well, you know what, dude, these guys, it's a, it's like a cult. These Kiss guys, they get into this thing, they got in early. It's like an army. (laughs) Kyle. As a gentleman who fought for this country, as I did for, for musicians. You're in Korea? Pardon me? It was Korea, right? I went to Korea. Yes, I did. I went to look at the Daewoos, and I went to look at the Kias, and I ended up buying a Hyundai. And those are all three great <laughs> Korean vehicles. What's your clunk? My favorite comedian of all time is Johnny Yoon. He's <laughs> Korean. I Remember Johnny it. Yoon? I do, vaguely. Johnny Yoon. Was, he actually had some really good, uh, great jokes. Uh, my clunker, uh, by the way, we're on the second album. We're seven hours into this show. Yeah, we're good. Uh <laughs> Doing good. I want to, Kyle. I want you to know that on Never Not Funny, Pat Francis went. No, we can get through all twenty in an hour. And by the way, apologies to Mike Schmidt because I, I guess a long time ago, probably two weeks ago, I probably asked him to do. I, not probably. I guess I asked him to do this with us. And Mike, if you're listening now, you know we three we could have never got through this with three people. That guy does three hours on his own. He would have done three hours on coming home. Man, he should. It's it's worth it's it. An amazing song. He and Sizzik. Uh What's your clunker? Mainline, written by Paul Stanley, sung by the Catman. Shut it down. Now here's the thing. I don't know. That's one of the, this is one of those that I don't think that's any worse than coming home. No. Yet I can't listen to it. Yeah, the, the opening lyrics are: "You know that it's easy, so come on and please me. I want you. I'm needing some loving. I'm hot like an oven." <laughs> And that's a Paul Stanley lyric. Yeah. That sounds like a Gene Simmons lyric. Well, that's because Paul said, Gene, I got a song that's not that great. And Gene says, you should let Peter sing it. 
I'm not letting that guy sing one of my songs, Gene. Just let him sing and shut him up, Paul. Uh, now, again, with uh, the hotter, this, I think because I think the reason we didn't know Coming Home when we saw it on Letterman is this was at the time the Kiss album that I was least familiar with. I don't know why, but Hotter Than Hell is the one that was all under the radar for me at that point. I'm going to tell you something that I've <laughs> okay. never told Am I anybody. Yelled at? <laughs> <laughs> Both Hotter Than Hell and Dr- Hotter Than Hell. Oh, oh. I'm trying to relate to you and your lack of abilities to use the Hotter L. Than Hell. Uh, I just drank some water that is just cold enough to have swollen my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so hotter than hotter hell, hell and dressed to kill for whatever reason uh, I wasn't as familiar with them either yeah after Alive I was all into it and that first album but yeah. for some reason those two kind of snuck through yeah the studio when I was albums. a child yeah you know what I'll tell you what it was when I was a kid I didn't like the Hotter Than Hell album cover yeah I don't know why I don't, I don't like, like it either <laughs> Kyle they listen <laughs> Paul is listening right now he's got the family around him and are listening because they enjoy this program. You just crapped all over the album cover. Be positive. Be positive, Kyle. So what do you give this on a scale of one to ten? One. <laughs> See, I said be positive. Yeah. I give it a one, Kyle. Got to choose Parasite. Parasite. Going Blind. That's a good song. Hotter Than Hell. Let Me Go Rock and Roll. Let Me Go. All The Way. Watching You. Mainline. Coming Home in Strange Ways. That's still a solid nine, that album. You know what? I agree with you, Jimmy. (laughs) (laughs) I give it an eight. There's a couple that I could bypass uh, if I'm listening to this on shuffle. All right. Like if you if you were making if if someone goes, here's the first three albums, make a mix of the first three. If somebody said, here's all 20 albums and one of those comes up, I'd be like, nah, you know what? I'm going to see if something else shows up. Parasite lady. Parasite. Whatever. All right. We're on to the third album. All right. We'll see you next week. (laughs) <laughs> on Rock Solid. Uh, this one, the third album, is produced by Neil Bogart and Kiss. I believe he produced it because they were they were low on funds. <laughs> Dustin Be- uh, Geek would know this better They'll than I They'll know would. it. But I think that's, that there's something to that. I think I'm not that crazy. The albums are getting shorter. This clock's in at 30 minutes. And Leon's getting larger. <laughs> Who is? From uh, Airplane. Oh, that's right. And Leon's getting larger. <laughs> uh, uh, a lot of songs in this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight songs clock in at under three minutes. I thought that was pretty amazing, too, when I looked at it. Yeah. One uh, one is at four minutes. That's she. And then one's at the three-minute mark, rock bottom. So uh, it's my turn, right? Nope. No? Well, you've just said, you know what? You just get, you said my keeper. Let's, let's hear a little bit of rock bottom, All Kyle. Right. This is my keeper now for okay. the rest to kill. Listen, that's nice. You hear that? That's ace. That's Ace, right? You think he was still playing on the albums? I think. Well, this one's credited to all the guys. Sounds, doesn't that sound nice, Kyle? Yeah. Oh, you're a fan or you're not a fan of this band? I am a fan. You like them? You ever seen him in concert? He has. Yeah, three times. Yeah? Most recently? Did you go see him recently on the recent tour? Yeah, well, you yeah. gave us the tickets. Yeah. It was a great show. Yeah. Do you ever thank me for that, Kyle? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to that. You hear that, Kyle? That's your music background. Nice. It's a, it's a nice attitude. Oh, this is that crazy kiss. Turn that off. That noise. Isn't that funny? The makeup made people think they were evil. Yeah. Hey, listen to this. They were like a 50s rock band at the Sock <laughs> Hop. <laughs> right. With those first three albums. You know, the drums are... The song comes in under three minutes. It's still going on, this beginning. How long is this song? This is the... Uh, yeah, three minute 54. Three, five, four. What are you at now? 54 seconds? It's a big... It's like over a minute intro, I think, on yeah. this. 
How long are we going to keep listening to this? I thought it'd be over by now, to be honest with you. I thought we were going to stop it. Okay, play my, uh, my, my, uh, my keeper's the same, so go to 157. <laughs> I was going to say, my keeper's the same, so jump in where I... Wait, I, this is your... Uh, yeah, Rock Bottom was my keeper also. Is that right? So jump in where I had it. Where did I have it? You go to where I had it. 157, <laughs> Riverside Avenue. Sorry, I was wagon. You guys were pretty close. Is right? that true? What was it? Where was his? His was 152. I get a little... I Bottom and you're gonna say, Kyle, do me a favor. Turn it off. Kyle, turn it off. All right, clunker time, Jimmy. Do me a favor, I'm very serious. Started at 157. I'm just interested to see where it comes in. Okay. Because I have a feeling it's kind of the, it's, it, it, maybe my time is off, right. but it should have been exactly right there. Okay. Let's see. Yep, same thing. There we go. I, um, I cut out that silence. <laughs> right? You're a better I, editor than me. Trimming the fat. So what's your clunker? My clunker, anything for my baby. Written by the great Paul Stanley. Did wheel and deal. That's pretty bad. But then it gets good. Yep. Oh, this band's too heavy. Turn it off. It's that drum. Excuse me. We can sort of dungeon a little bit, Kyle. Keep it so playing. Excuse me, Pastor. Are we still going to go pick at the Kiss concert? <laughs> Those guys are the devil. <laughs> Dink, dink, dink. Come on in, lads. Yes, we're going to go pick at the rock and roll show. These guys are the devil. <laughs> the one spits fire and blood. The other has a rose on his shoulder. They're evil. One is I from space. What is a space? Is a Martian? He's from space. He comes from the opposite direction of where the devil lives. The other one has nine <laughs> lives. The spaceman actually comes from up near heaven. But we're going to pick at them. He goes so far past heaven, he's in hell. <laughs> And we're going to pick at them. The children are listening to this music. This filth. I like Pastor Jimmy. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's, but it's built on what you said. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Why? Why? Okay. Uh, for me, the clunker. The by clunk- the way, that's one worry. I don't dislike that song. I, I <laughs> no, I don't dislike it so. either. Uh, but my, uh, my clunker kicks off the album. Room service. Green. This could be on Back to the Future, right? Michael J. Fox doing a duck walk, right? Lady calls and asks if I'm too tired or am I just too dead for room service? Maybe I could use a meal. Room service, you do what you feel. Now, brothers and sisters, they'll try to tell you this is about a sandwich. They'll try to tell you it's about a pancake. <laughs> Room service means sex. Get your markers and get my, your placards. This, this, my plane's delayed and I'm afraid they're going to keep me waiting here till nine. Nine at night, Paul? It's too late for you? That's, the, that's what these young devils are doing. They stay up past eight. 
Uh, then a stewardess in a tight blue dress says, I got the time. Mile high. But no. they're not even in the air yet. They're still on the tournament. Mile low. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> they can go down. Now, I don't hate that song. But no, it's, I actually but like it's that song. silly. Uh, once again, live, but, that's a great song. Yeah, but I do not hate it. No, it's silly. I give that album an eight, though. Maybe a seven. Yeah, Hotter Than Hell and Dress to, I, yeah, Dress to Kill has some, uh, some good uh, stuff on it. It's got, um, uh, it's got uh, Rock Bottom, Come On and Love Me. Come on and love me. She. That's not them at all. That was not and, them at all. And, um, and Rock and Roll All Night. Those are the four ones that would still get played in concert. Rock and Roll All Night is a very popular song. I think so. I think they've played that a couple times when I've seen I it. I almost picked that as my clunker. And not to be ironic, but to be like, you know, almost like, I've heard it enough. It's the one you don't need to hear. Like, well, I don't need to hear I Want You to Want Me Again. What's the Chicago song you don't need to hear anymore? That's a great song. I Want You to Want Me? Yeah. Uh, now, your question is also great. Yeah. Is there a Chicago song that you don't need to hear anymore? It's a great question. If You Leave Me Now, maybe? If You Leave Me. But, you know, Peter Cetera does yeah. it in the solo uh, show. I do enjoy it. But I got to say, none of those mm. um, none of those songs with the horns um, I could give up. There's ones, there's early ones. I couldn't give them up either. Because they take Maybe a, Color My World. Doom. Maybe, maybe. Because those songs in concert with the horns are truly incredible. Yeah. I mean, uh, I just saw... Oh, you're the inspiration. I, I never need to hear you. Okay. Inspiration. Go ahead. I just saw my uh, daughter's fifth grade band play, and uh, those, uh, that trombone is a tough instrument <laughs> for some fifth graders to play. <laughs> Do they have children-sized trombones, or are they playing with your standard trombone? Um, boy, I don't know. It, I mean, it, the instrument's big in anyone's hand, I think. It is, right? Yeah. The but I mean, Pankow plays the fuck out of that right, instrument. swiveling hips. How do you even get that much uh, range out of that I, thing? I, I don't know. I guess if you're good, you're proficient. If you're good, you're good. In their new late keys, you have to Who's memorize. This now? Who's this? You got to memorize <laughs> positions. <laughs> Come on, man. Just play the songs at the time. Okay. <laughs> no, All right. You're right. You, you're right. You have to memorize where to. Two, yeah. Three idiots talk about the trombone. <laughs> So we agree. Those first three Kiss albums are all in the same mold. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do like them. They're a little cheesy. They're a little, you know, chintzy on sound quality. Yeah. Uh, but, but then here comes ton- Kiss Alive to mm-hmm. wake you up. <laughs> right. All those songs get uh, get shined up and, and played uh, the way I probably the band wanted to sound in the studio, but right. just couldn't get it with uh, Kenny Kerner. So then they enter the So after Kiss Alive is gigantic It's humongous They enter the studio They get Bob Ezrin Who's worked with At the time I think he had worked with Alice a ton And he had worked with Maybe Pink Floyd by then Just so that I know You're talking about Alice Cooper Not Alice in Chains Not Alice in Chains No What about Alice and Janie I'm not not Alice and Janie That's a whole completely person Oh it is Yeah it's a completely different person But a great singer right Uh, I don't know Can she sing I imagine she's got a beautiful voice so they uh, now they come out with what many people would say is their first classic. This is a true Kiss classic, Destroyer. It still clocks in at only uh, 34 minutes. Isn't that something? But uh, who knew these were so short, these albums, until you go back and look? Now There's it, a chance, by the way, that I dragged... Hi, loudness over there. I dragged mine over, <laughs> I think, from the, from the, uh, the resurrected version of this. Uh-oh. Is that going to be different? I don't know. I think they tell us it's different. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I apologize. No, I'm kidding. You weren't being. You weren't interrupting. You're just being a liar. I drag us over. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoarse. I can't. I'm stuffed up. 
So anyway, after three gold albums, this one, Destroyer, hits double platinum status. And Jimmy, what's your keeper on? My uh, keeper from Kiss Destroyer mm-hmm. is yeah. what they would open with on the uh, on that Kiss Alive uh, album and uh, Kiss Alive 2. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they open with. Right? I think so. Uh, this is written by uh, Paul Stanley, Bob Ezrin, Mark Anthony, and Kim Fowley. Let's start this in about six seconds, if we would. <laughs> six seconds. <laughs> Yeah, little king of the night time world. Yeah, you having a bad day? Don't worry, we're gonna make up for night because I'm the king of the night time world. Damn it, too soon. It's so sad living at home, far from the city. The production is worlds different to you. <laughs> I'm the king of the nighttime world. And you're my head night. Shut it down, Tom. This, uh, I still get chills. Like, I remember yeah. hearing that live in concert yeah. and getting chills, and I still get it. That's a great song. That's that a great song. That may be in my top one, if not top two, Kiss songs of all time. Kind of. I, think, I think Gene Simmons might have updated the Wiki, Wikipedia page recently, because here's what it says. The last entry is, Destroyer has been reported to have sold between three to four million by 2012, but has yet to be uh, recertified for that amount. Oh, all right. Thank you, Gene. Okay, Gene. I'm the king. That's a great song. So what's your clunker? My clunker is Beth. We don't need to hear it. We get it. Uh, I've heard it enough. That's I, your clunker? I never need to hear it again. Yeah, I, I, I like every other song on the album. All right. I like every other song. In fact, I'm, I, I'm anxious to hear what your clunker is because I can't think of one. Well, let's, first of all, let's hear uh, my, my keeper. Uh, this is uh, written by uh, Ace, uh, Paul Stanley, Simmons, and Ezrin, and it's sung by Stanley. And this is yeah, this is from the same old as uh, King of the Nighttime World. Flaming Youth. Yeah, that's great. My parents think I'm crazy. Fucking parents don't get it. And they hate those things I do. I'm stupid and I'm lazy. Man, if they only knew how flaming youth set the world on. Imagine what a horrible parent you would be if you called your any of your kids stupid and lazy. What's your question? What was it like growing up in your house? <laughs> uh, not that, no. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, but that's, you know that was very. Uh, you know, you saw those twisted sister videos. That's how fathers talk to their kids sometimes. No, and then I just I spin around. I want to rock. Right then, you throw them out the window. I can I tell you, I hate twisted sister. Like that's the band. Like I have no time for that. Really, at all, none of it. I'm gonna let you say it so I don't. I, I don't. I like them, but what album do I love of theirs? <laughs> you like? Remember, uh, I used to run my mouth about yeah, this. Yeah, uh, what's it called? It's got the lollipop on the front. Love is for suckers. Love is for suckers. That's a good album. Well written. I don't know well why. Produced. I just. I just don't. I don't. Know. I think you got to revisit them. I, th- I really do. Maybe if I would have heard the music without seeing those video images, that I cannot get out of my Maybe. head. You bring Nita Meyer in from Animal House for no reason. Yeah. I don't like the videos. Guy has two acting jobs in his life. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good actor, though. All right, my uh, my clunker is uh, it's not a song that I that I dislike per se, but it's um, 
I just I don't know. This is this. You had to pick one. It's so. Detroit Rock City, isn't it? No, it's uh, Great Expectations. No, I love it. You you too, Kyle? Yeah, I like this one. I don't hate it. Stand and clutch your breast. Our music drives you wild along with the rest. You watch me singing the song. You see what my mouth can do. See, there's a girl in the audience, and she wants Gene to finger him. Yeah. Oh, I, there's a girl in the audience, and she's saying, "I hope Gene fingers me." You've got great expectations. Now, were you in the Brooklyn Boys Choir? Because that's who does vocals on Great Expectations. I did audition for them, Pat, and I, I made Very it to nice. the semifinals. That's how auditions work, right? <laughs> That like was influenced a, by the Dickens novel, correct? Uh, great expectation. The great Charles Dickens. Yes, I believe it was. If you look at the liner. Now again, I don't hate that song. If I, but but the song, there's the songs are so strong on here. Detroit Rock City, King of the Nighttime World, God of Thunder. I mean, you said you never have to hear Beth again. I really never hear have to hear God of Thunder again. And rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I love Flaming Youth, Sweet Pain, and King of the Pain. <laughs> Sweet pine. Sweet pine. But those three, King of the Nighttime World, Flaming Youth, and Sweet Pain, I wish they were playing those every night. I, I, I would take those over Shout It Out Loud or. Uh, oh, I love Shout It Out Loud. I do too, but I just, those three need to be played more in the set list. All right. Listen, I'll talk to them. That's all I can do. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, and of course, Beth is their biggest hit at this point. You know what happened with some DJs? Uh, they flipped over there. They played the B-side, and it was Beth, and that became the shut up. And the foam tree laid up. The, the fo- Every girl loved it. I don't even, if their stories are true, fine, but I hate hearing recounting that the DJ, you know, flipped it over. Every, every DJ? Every DJ. That's what they <laughs> but, I'll, but I'll say, though, it was one time just in Toledo, Ohio. <laughs> DJ, my name was Bob, Bob Simpson. Bob was doing overnights, and you know, he wasn't, he didn't, he didn't dig Detroit Rock City all that much. So he, what did that son of a bitch do? Two in the morning, he don't think anybody's listening to it. He flipped it over. Cajun Jimmy's here. Yeah, I don't know why he shows up. I don't know, I don't know why Cajun Jimmy has to tell the story. Uh, let's go with uh, and, and, and destroy your great album cover. Covers fantastic. Covers fantastic. It's their first, it's their first great album cover. Dress to Kill is kind of cool because they're in suits. Isn't it funny, though, that that Kiss Destroyer, that they had her change that album cover because the first one was considered too graphic? Oh, it was red instead, and they made it blue. What? R- really? Yeah. Yeah. This guy was red. Fire red like the devil. And aren't the faces... Kiss kids in Satan's service. But aren't the faces, like, a little more... Uh, mean, maybe? Just angry. And so, like, maybe. if you look at the, the, the new Destroyer, Gene's got a big smile. Yeah. I know. Hey, I'm, hey, I'm a hey, clown. I'm a, hey, I'm a demon. Hey. I'm a clown. <laughs> I'm a happy demon. You've got uh, great. I read that on uh, the Dress to Kill, the only person who owned their own suit at the time was Peter Chris. Is that right? And the other three had to borrow suits from their manager, Bill Elkins. I'm sure. In, in how would that a coin? A coin. Here's yeah. how that would have gone in Peter's book. 
You know, man, I was the classy one in that band. I always had suits. I always wore suits. And then these three fucking schlubs show up, and I got my suit on, and they said, you know what? We need suits like Peter. You're goddamn right they did, because I was the backbone of that band. But we actually trademarked the suit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The next album is Rock and Roll Over. Yeah. And I never... That's like... um, That's like... What's the uh, Blink-182... Album uh, that I never got this. Until take off your pants and jacket. Take off your pants and, and jacket. jacket. Or take, take off your pants. pants and jacket. I never got that pun. I wish I didn't. Wait, and uh, there's so a this pun. is like rock and roll over. Like you, right? You fuck and then you roll over, right? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. Yeah. yeah, you rock means I'm fucking a girl, <laughs> and then I roll over. So wait, so you're saying yeah. that just like this Blink-182, you didn't get the, uh, the joke here yeah. until you made it up. <laughs> there might be editing. There might be some editing. <laughs> no, rock and roll over. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I'm going to rock this girl, yeah, and then I'm fucking going to roll over. I don't think so. I've never heard that in the... Look, I've been rocking and rolling over since I was 25 years old, so you cannot tell me that that's not what this is. Where did this come out? 77? 76. Spirit of. Bicentennial, right? This country was celebrating. We painted our fire hydrants red, white, and blue. We loved it. I was 12. In 76? Yeah. Yep. How old were you? You were 10. Uh, two or three, about four, four years old. Were you, uh, born, were you born in 66? Uh, yeah. Okay, so you were 10. 10 years old, yeah. Um, love this album cover. Love it. You lo- love it so much that you guys made a, a Never Not Funny t-shirt. Did not. A gentleman whose name escapes me, uh, lives, in, lives in the St. Louis area, made a uh, Never Not Funny uh, version of this that uh, you are included on. Yeah. And then the listener is included as the fourth uh, gentleman. Yeah, that's the, that's the part of the shirt I don't like. The listener. <laughs> you and me both, brother. You and me both. Um, but uh, what do you got? Is it my turn for Keeper and Clunker, or do you start it? You know what I would do with this album? Okay. I would trace it. I would trace this album nonstop. I would too. I would, and then I would put it on a, my album cover. That's weird. I mean, not an album cover, a book cover, a book cover at yeah. school. I would trace it because it was easy to trace. Yeah, it was. There's your heroes right on your math book, <laughs> right? God, I loved it. I love this album cover. Are you yeah. kidding me? They say it was stupid and lazy. It took a long time to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we did, my brother and I? This is a true statement. Remember, remember those iron-ons for shirts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it would, uh, they would iron it on, and then they would peel off like that wax paper. Yeah, 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 Jim, yeah. My brother and I would wait at the, uh, at the stand at the, uh, at the Woolworth. Where okay. We would do that, and we would ask for that wax paper. Okay. Because if you hung it up in your window, the sun would shine oh, through yeah. it, and it would look awesome. That's cool. And, and the guy, would, they would all make fun of us. Well, you want the garbage? And yeah. we go, yeah, because if you hang it up in your window, it's kind of like stained glass. Yeah, yeah give the kid the trash. Yeah, one and man's garbage is another man's rock room. Hey, man. Yeah. They weren't doing what you were doing to rock and roll over. I, again, I don't, I don't think that's accurate. Rock. Sizzik would know. And roll over. Sizzik, please, even if that's not true, please say it is. I don't think it is, Pat. I, th- I, thought, I always thought it was a play on that uh, roll over Beethoven. I always thought it was something like uh, a play off that. Here. Let's that's see if it says it. Kiss Symphony, it's rock and roll over Beethoven. That's what it says on the CD. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Hmm. I think I always thought it was that. I think I'm right. But anyway, let's know. <laughs> I don't think you are. I think I am. I think it's a sex reference. All right, here we go. Uh, can I go play mine? This is written by the great Sean Delaney. Or is this Sean Delancey? What's his Delaney. Name? Is it Delaney? Why do you call him He's great? He's good on I Twitter. Know. I don't know. What? He's good on Twitter. You're thinking of Rob Delaney. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
Uh, I don't even know where Sean Delaney came from, to be honest with you. He's all over the... The only time I ever see his name is on these Kiss albums. But you know what? The, he, he's good. All right. And he wrote, he co-wrote this with the star child himself, Paul Stanley, right from the beginning, if you would call This is a song called Making Love. This closes out the album. Listen to this. 33 minutes, 18 seconds. This album. I can't do this man. So this was produced by Eddie Kramer. The great who, Eddie Kramer. Who worked with, uh, Jesus. Uh, oh, God, you can't even name him how many there are. No, no so that's true. Guys. I mean, there are. He's, he's legendary. Yeah, I mean, who? Led Zeppelin. Think, yeah, yeah, and um, who's the, oh, my God, uh, Jimi Hendrix. I mean, yeah. and, he, and he produced the, uh, the Alive albums. I think Hendrix is good for a left-handed guitarist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I wanted to poll, because I, I think I Want You is a great song. I want you. Yeah, I mean, this but, opens with I Want You. It closes with Making Love. But I Want You Studio, it's just okay. Yeah. But live, it's amazing. What's your clunker then? Yeah, probably the same as yours. Just play it, Kyle. I'm giving him a nod because this is my clunker. Go, baby driver. Been driving on down my room. I don't even know what it means, first of all. Is it your penis? Is that your baby driver? I don't think so. Oh. Well, it could get, that goes right in with my rock and roll over theory. Need no direction. Now listen, shut it down. Here's the thing: you listen back to that musically, it's not that bad. The lyrics suck on that. And it, well, that's the great Sean Pendridge and Chris uh, Peter Chris Cola. Uh, Peter Chris is a terrible songwriter and a horrible singer. That's his voice stinks, and he's bad on the drums. <laughs> I no, I, I think early on he was good. He knew how to handle that drunk kid the way the great uh, Buddy Greco did. Buddy Greco. Well, was that, he, was, that, that was all. That, that's a confirmed clunker then for the both of us. Yeah, that's that's an immediate skip for this album. I got to be honest. If, if I go through the first, if I go through the first uh, five albums that we've talked about so mm-hmm. far, and you say you got to throw one of these songs out, that's I throw it. Baby Driver. I throw out of it's this whole horrible. bunch. It's terrible. Here's fifty songs. Baby Driver's gone. Yeah, agreed. Um, my keeper though like is is the other one he sings on this album, and I Our love it, woman. and I love it better than Beth. Yeah. It's written by yeah, uh, it's but, written by Paul Stanley, and this is Hard Luck Woman. If never I met you, I'd never have seen you cry. If not for a first hello, we never have to say goodbye. If never I held you, my feelings would never show. I start walking, but there's so much you'll never know. I keep nice guitar work on that. Now, here's a misheard lyric. I never knew. What did you think he said there before the sailor's only daughter? Rags. I always thought he was saying Rex. I always thought he was saying Red. Red. And I thought he was saying Santa's only daughter. 
Yeah, Sailor's like, Only Daughter. I was, I was like, that can't be right. But it was Red, Santa's Only Daughter. Red. red. Well, Jimmy had a right, Kyle. You give him five bucks. Santa's Only Daughter. Right? He yeah. owes you five bucks. Yeah. You were right. He, Anytime I'm wrong. right about something, that I call um, And I don't know what that means, really. Rags, is that her? Do you wonder what her? I think it is? I think it's a blatant ripoff of Maggie May, Rod Stewart. It's, it, well, they, it, they wanted it to be sung by Rod Stewart. And he turned it down, didn't he? Yeah. Goddamn right he did. Yeah, because he already got two songs that sound the same. Uh, you wear it well, and Maggie May. You wear May. it well. What's the other one? That you're, you're in Mag- my heart. You're Maggie in May. My yeah. Oh uh, no! It says Paul Stanley originally wanted "Hard Luck Woman" to be sung by Rod Stewart, and gave it to Chris after Gene Simmons insisted Chris sing the song instead. Yeah, well, Gene because Simmons he, said Peter Chris would sing instead of Rod Stewart. Because I'll tell you what, uh, rags. <laughs> you guys split royalties. It sounds just, I mean, it sounds like Rod Stewart. Yeah. So if, if Peter, if you've got that vocal, mm-hmm. have him do it. Wow, that's a good sentence. I really, <laughs> my God, I got lost in my own thought. Um, yeah, that rock, rock, rock and Roll Over is a great album, though. I think it's a great album. But it's, uh, but it's got that shit song on it, so we move on. It might be my favorite all-time album of theirs, though. Even if it's that. so funny. It, it, you, uh, you might be right, and yet we th- we definitely throw out a song. Yeah. Boom. Mm-hmm. Good night, Catman. Yeah. All right, we're moving on to... Uh, One of your lives is down, Catman. We're moving on to Love Gun. I do not think that Love Gun is a great album. And I'm surprised that that was the first one that they chose to do a deluxe reissue of. Because they just released that two-CD version of it. You have it. I have it. Do I you have, have it? Damn right, it the day it came out. <laughs> Yeah, I'll buy. I mean, look, I'm the I'm the idiot. I'm the yeah. I I'm that buy, same guy. I don't, but I don't buy. I, but I don't buy the toilet paper. I don't buy any of the bullshit. You don't have no. the casket. I have the casket. Casket. <laughs> we <laughs> both have the casket. You want to die and a cool. I got a cool. You want to rock and peace, baby. You want to lay down in that coffin. I, uh, and, well, I feel you know. For you, you were at my house for Fourth uh, of July. Bring my casket. Out. I fill it up with ice. We, we put the drinks in there. Use like a cooler. Yeah, makes cooler. sense. Um, so anyway, Love Gun. I'll start on. Lo- I'll start with Love Gun. Um, my. Uh, Oh no no! I made a mistake on there. My uh, my keeper for Love Gun is the track that kicks off the album, uh, Paul Stanley track. I stole your love. I actually have, um, no. I have uh, two, uh, I have two clunkers on this album, but there's more than two. What's going on? Wait, I'm just getting a little juice. What with that corn? It's what Siegel does, but he gets his juice a little different way. Yeah, he does the cocaine. Yeah. Cocaine. It's a cocaine. We do it like we're a Puerto Rican juggler. Cocaine. <laughs> Thank you, Dana. Mike, you like the cocaine. Didn't Dana do a character like that? Who? Dana Carvey? Maybe. I said Dana three times like he's my friend. That's Dana's thing, right? You know what? I have two here, but I'm going to play the one that's the absolute clunker for me. What is so, this? This is your clunker? Yeah. I had two, but I'm going to just, I'm going to play the one. That's not fair. So I'm going to play the absolute one, and that is Hooligan. I fucking hate this song so much. But listen to the music. I get it, but the lyrics suck. Creep and creep. It's terrible. Oh, so 
Well, listen to that music. Yeah, I know. Baby. Well, then here's this. I got a 35 Chevy on a 55 frame. 55 frames. Can't even spell my name. I hate it so much. This, this chorus is the worst. And I bet they thought they were so clever when he came up with that. Who wrote it? Uh, it was... Peter and, and, St- and Stan Pendridge. Stan that guy's so far up Peter's ass. Stan Penridge. But, uh, yeah, I, I hate it. What's your keeper? Well, you know what? I, uh, everybody's going to tell you Shock Me's the best song on the album. Everybody wants that one to be the best song It's on the a album. pretty great song. Ace's first lead vocal. And Ace wrote, co-wrote a bunch of songs that we... Yes, he did. <laughs> but Hold it, on a second. Let me ask. I got I to gotta ask Ace Freely. Okay. Okay. You're going to ask Ace a question? I'm going to ask Ace, I'm gonna ask Ace a question. All right. Ace, uh, a lot of people think that Shock Me is the best song on Love Gun. Do you think that's the best song on Love Gun? Sure, baby. Okay. All right, cool. He loves it. All he loves right. it. Thinks it's great. Uh, <laughs> what do you think is the best song? Uh, I Stole Your Love. Oh, that was your keeper, too. That's right. It's a great song. That's exactly right. So what's your clunker? My clunker, and here's what happened. What if you said, play it, Kyle? <laughs> your keeper. Wait. Oh, you want to play made, it again? Make sure that one again? I'm sorry. I misunderstood your joke. I would have laughed the first time. Had and I again, it. Eddie Kramer produced this, and this clock's in at 32 minutes. I cannot believe. I can't do I that. always make fun of how short the, the David Lee Roth Van Halen albums are. These are just as short. I wonder if that was the norm, <laughs> like uh, back in the day. Maybe that's why Chicago did the double albums, because if they didn't, they would have also. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Can I interrupt uh, the whole thing? The whole yeah, process? what are you, you going to jerk off? I think because uh, this is uh, taking some time, that if uh, maybe a good place would be uh, we do uh, the, mu- the makeup era and then the non-makeup era. Well, let's see, how, let's see where we're at time-wise. That's my thought. There. I'm just let's giving it my it. thought. Let's try it. I'm, it's just a thought. It takes us all the way up through Creatures, which is this fine. what I'm saying, 1980. Okay, well, let's keep going. It's just a thought. Let's keep going. I'm just suggesting you. What's your clunker? Uh, here's the thing. I, 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 I see a bunch of clunkers here. Lazily, yeah. I had Hooligan written down. Yeah. Lazily. So we, for, for this one, we were like we were right on the money the same. But I then, Stole Your Love and Hooligan. But there's one song on here that I, I literally, I think I hate it. Is it a Gene song? It is. Is it... Hang on. Is it, start playing it at uh, 105. Okay. Good. This is a better way to do it. That's where I knew. I knew. I've got to have you. I've got to have you. Now, musically, right here, that's nice. Play the very beginning, Kyle. Now, you hear that guitar, Pat? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's rock and roll. Listen to this bullshit. That's Eddie Kramer on piano. Fucking worst. Shut it down. I think I. See, I, I think I don't. I, my other one that was going to be a clunker was almost human. I'm almost human. And plaster, plaster caster, I like, but that could be a clunker too. Plaster not, caster is the same as that. Plaster. This is not a strong Gene album because his other song has got love for sale, and that's that stinks too. Yeah. So. This um, is, I remember, Pat, about three years ago. Uh, maybe it actually, maybe it was when uh, that deluxe, but no, that just came out just last came out, year. Yeah. 
I remember emailing you and saying uh, this is the worst Kiss album. Yeah, it's, it's not that great. It's, it's pretty bad. Uh, by the way, that, what I just said is an accurate statement. I wrote Pat to tell him I was unhappy with a Kiss <laughs> album. <laughs> re-listening to it 35 years later. But what's weird about this is that this was at the high. This was when they were at the peak of their powers. Yeah. Love Gun. Yeah. Peak of their powers. Yep. You go to a record store, displays like crazy. Yeah. Crazy, huge kiss Love Gun on Sunset Boulevard, the huge Love Gun billboard. That's because the, the Destroyer and Rock and Roll Over were so great. They didn't want to, no one wanted to miss the boat with this one. This was going to be, it was, it was going to be, and it was humongous yeah. Love Gun. It was humongous, Kyle. Uh, but then you, you listen to that, and, and this is, and I bring that up to say, this is what we joked earlier. This is exactly when people were, you know, protesting their concerts yeah. and doing all that, and then ding, 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 <laughs> ding, ding, that shit piano. Yeah, it's terrible. Are you even listening and then, to the lyrics? And then they do a cover of uh, "Then She Kissed Me" on a rock and roll album. They close it out with uh, "And Then She Kissed Me." Fucked uh, up to me if he asked me if I wanted then, to and then, dance. Then the lazy writing of "Tomorrow and, and tonight, tonight, tomorrow and tonight, we can rock all day, we, we can, can roll, roll all night. How about we can rock all day, we can party yeah. all night, or whatever you want to? I mean, it's just. This has got literally three good songs the on three it. Three good I, songs. I Saw Your Love. Mm-hmm. Hooligan and Shock Me. <laughs> Shock Me and Love Gun. And Love Gun's and Love one Gun's, I could do. I could not. If I don't have to hear that again, I'm fine with it. It's a good song, but I, I, don't, need, I, I don't need to hear it again either. In fact, I felt guilty when I, I read that it's one of Paul Stanley's favorite Kiss songs of all time. <sighs> Refuses to drop it from the lineup, uh, from the set list. Because it's, it's like, so juvenile. Dude. <laughs> Schmidt is here. You could drop that into any of the, any song oh, we're true. talking about. So, th- and but and this this ends the era of the four original members playing on the entire record. Well, here comes Kiss Alive now. Here comes. No, we're not doing the Alive. I know, but it, but it, but it, but to me, it buttoned up those eras. Like Kiss yeah. Alive buttoned up those first three. This buttons up. Here now, here come the eighties. Here come yep. the eighties. Well, this is seventy nine still. Yeah, I come to the guy. <laughs> This came out May 79. This is a Dynasty, or in Australia, Dynasty. I see. This, is the album. this album cover is oh boy. Me- it's hypnotizing. I walked into Corvette's records, and I saw it, and I literally jizzed in my pants. <laughs> the simplicity of it is ridiculous. But, I mean, they added some, Ace adds a little blue oh, to his paint. Yes, Peter's he, got green in his comes. makeup. And then, all over. <laughs> but this... Remember the poster? Yes. Remember the, remember the label on the album? It's, it's, I don't know what it is about this. This is one of the most hypnotic album covers I've ever seen. It's just their four faces. They're just together. Their hair kind of blends in. Um, but why is it any different than any other picture that we'd seen since 1974? Why is this any different from their first album cover where they're all together? But this, for some reason, is... I don't disagree. I, I don't know what it is about this, but this is, a, this is produced by Vinny... I don't know how is Panacea or Panchia. I don't know. This album uh, a little longer than our uh, a little longer than our Isn't normal it? album. Thirty nine minutes, almost forty minutes. now. Yeah, this is their longest guys album. Are stretching out, and yet it's only got nine songs on it. Isn't that something? Um, it's the disco era. Yeah. So they have uh, they have a song that you can dance to pretty much. I think it, there was also a a twelve inch disco mix of was. "I Was Made for Loving You," uh, co written with Desmond Child. I love the song. It's a good song. I, especially now when they do it live and yeah, they do it they as a rock song. Rock it up a little bit. Yeah. Although the disco version, I don't mind at no. all either. Um, I like I like this song better than Love Gun. How about that? How about it? That said, in revisiting this album for this uh, mm-hmm. for my appearance here on the Rock Solid podcast, mm-hmm. uh, which by the way, I did not realize until you said at the beginning, this is a comedy podcast as well. 
so I can I can bring my jokes. <laughs> now, are you going to bring your jokes the way Richie Zito did? Richie Zito's eyes, and you said it. You could hear it in his voice. His face lit up like they just said, "Hey, you want to do some time?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, this is yeah. comedy podcast. Oh, I didn't know that. But it's going out live, right? Uh, and I think that uh, he was the richest guy I think that was ever in the seat here, Pat. Until tonight. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I forgot. As a reminder, I have a show on the Science Channel. <laughs> yes, I forgot about that. Um, I think we're going to disagree here a little bit. Let me tell you something. Okay. Uh, Let's talk quiet. Wait, what was I going to say? You said in revisiting this album. Oh, it's not that good. I remember, <laughs> I remember loving it. I remember. Oh, no, here's what okay. I'm going to say. In revisiting it, I remember at the time. The, the backlash from Kiss fans that Kiss sold out. Yeah. Kiss, uh, th- that, you know, th- they're doing a disco song. They're not rock and roll anymore. Yeah. One, again, could argue Christine 16 is not rock and roll. No. I mean, it's, it's rock not. and roll it's in the sense that. Rock and roll in the 50s. That, that, you know, the hello, baby. <laughs> Christine. <laughs> I'll find my thrill. Right, yeah. Patsy's making out in the back seat <laughs> to Christine, to Christine 16. 16. So uh, he still got it. That's rough mouth. <laughs> so. Uh, and Fondy's banging a 16 year old. Of course he is. All he did was fuck around above that garage, right? Hey, Mrs. C. Hey, Vodio Dodo. Mind your business. Make your pancakes. I gotta go fuck a teen. <laughs> right? So. Hey. <laughs> so. Is that the noise he made when he was rocking and rolling over? I think it was. Hey. Do you remember that Whoa. song? Of- That's when he comes too quick. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that song? I think it's probably, I think, uh, I forget the name of the band, but that song called The Fawn Song. Oh, The Fawn Song. Do you remember it? Hit some YouTube You you have to do it. You have to find it. And it's got that guy doing the Henry Winkler impression where he's just going, hey. Here it is. My God, that was the hey yet. I hope it's great. Doesn't sound like Fonzie at all. At all. Hey. That's terrible. That Kyle, do me so a favor. Terrible. Look up and see. I remember when this went. The DJs hey. in Chicago were literally saying, and we've got the premiere of the Fonzie song. Oh, God. At seven tonight, we got the premiere of the Fon song. So and they played it. And then my, uh, I remember listening to it with my mom and, and just thinking how horrible it was. I then went out and bought the 45. <laughs> and and I, was, I would secretly, this is true, I would secretly listen to that album, that, that's 45. And my mom came home early from work, and you would have thought I got caught jerking off because she came in and she goes, I thought you didn't like that song. I, I, I was just kind of listening to it, just kind of sampling it, kind of re-listening to it a little bit. <laughs> it's horrible. What am I looking at? Uh, <laughs> if it charted at all. Because I, rem- I do remember that it, uh, you know, it got... What year, yeah, what year was that? It got airplay. Did it chart? Uh, who's quicker looking stuff up, Garen or, or Kyle? Actually, Kyle's been uh, amazingly uh, fast with the fingers, uh, except for this uh, very specific question. And I see what his fingers can do, and you wish you were the one he was doing it to. Um, Nothing? 
No, I can't even find. All right, well, I'm, it's guessing, not, I'm guessing not. You know what it is? Not Super, Bo- Super Bowl Shuffle went to number one. This didn't chart. Super Bowl Shuffle went to number one in the country. Why would any other city want to buy that fucking song? I know. Why? Why would San Francisco go, you know, we got to buy that. We got to get that bear. You know, trouble does not rhyme with shuffle. <laughs> yeah. The curly shuffle. Just, Anything with shuffle goes to number one. They should have did the Fonzie shuffle. Truffle shuffle? Oh, who sings that? That's just from the Goonies. I don't think there's a song. No, there might be a song. Your generation probably. and the Goonies. That, that movie stinks. Thank you. And it will Thank always you. stink. I just think it's okay. But your generation, my God, you, you mentioned the Goonies. If you say, ah, yeah. I think it's okay, you literally get punched in the face by freaking people. It's so awful. It's a bad movie. Yeah. It's a horrible movie. I played Goonies are good enough. Uh, when did I play that? that poor woman. Recently. And that fucking sucks. Good enough. All right. So you revisited uh, Dynasty. Oh, yeah. My point was this. I remember that was the backlash that every, every Kiss fan was mad at them. They, they did not put out a, ba- a good album. This was a bad album. This was not a rock and roll album. Mm-hmm. And listening back to it, I, I think they're right. This did betray what they were doing. Uh, it doesn't mean I don't like it, but I think they, be, I, they did betray what they had built up. This is one of my favorite Kiss albums. You are the dumbest man at this table. I'm not kidding. And that, I'm saying that with Kyle next to me. <laughs> After we and get, I'm stupid. Let's get through the... Uh... Go right ahead. Then what's your keeper? Your favorite <laughs> Kiss album. There's nine songs on here and eight suck. <laughs> my favorite Kiss... Uh, uh, my, my keeper for this album, uh, because I think Ace really brought it on this. He sings three songs. Gene only gets two songs on this album. And they both stink. Uh, <laughs> I like both of them. Of Gene's songs? I do, but ah, let's go. sicken me. This is uh, Hard Times. I love this uh. song. When I recall it's horrible. in the city and I think back oh, what a this is, All right, stop it. Wait, no, 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 no. I'm going to ask you this, a question. This, I'm very serious. Yes. How does Peter, Peter Chris, in your mind, when he goes, I'm a hooligan, won't go to school again. Yeah, I know. It's a pity. I go to town. It's a city. How is that get a free pass? Hooligan, and it's, he's rhyming that with two words: school oh, no. again. But you used another example earlier. Here's the That's thing: just as awful of lazy, I love, horrible songwriting. I loved Ace Frehley's solo album so much, and I feel that the songs on here are right in the mode of what he did on his solo album. Oh. I love them. So keep playing it. Anton Fig on drums. Peter is not playing on this album. I thought it was take it. <laughs> okay, let's get to the chorus though. Uh, has a nice break. I don't want to be there or even think back. I love uh, Save Your Love is is an A song, but then uh, Gene and Paul sing back up. And Gene even has a Save Your Love. He has like his own little thing he does on it. I, so I really love that song. And uh, But you chose this one. Yeah, I like that song. And Which I, and highlights I, the horrible song lyrics. And I love and I love his version of 2000, man, the Stone no. song on here. I mean, even Hooligan, we like to the, the, the musically. This is... Like the same thing. I, I, I understand. I, yeah, I agree. But I, over but I think it, it just goes for me. It's just like his solo album was. The Clunker is the only song that Peter Chris plays drums on. And again, Dirty Living. I hate it. <laughs> I fucking hate it. 
Now, did Peter think he played on the whole album? Like, did he lay down drum tracks for all the That's songs? A question. And then they just said, get, get Anton in here to fix this up. And then Peter just thought he played on Because back then, there were, no, there were no who played on credits in this. This is after the fact when we learned that Kiss didn't play on all their albums. Well, starting with this point. I can't answer that. I, I don't know if he did, um, did that or if he was so doped up and drunk that and, he came in and he did one song. And, and and Peter, at, that, at this time when I was a kid, or when this is not a kid anymore, but uh, Peter was my favorite. You loved him. I did. I loved the, the I don't know what it was, but I, he was my favorite I know, at this I, time. But uh, yeah, I just, I, I, I can't hear that dirty living. What's your keeper? Uh, Kyle, go, uh, go, Kyle, go to that one right there. And uh, at uh, 23 seconds, okay. this is my keeper right here. I think this is maybe one of the best songs because it's ever recorded. I like the lyrics. It's got to be a Paul song. I like the music. All right, turn it up. That's my clunker. That is also my clunker. The Paul songs are so strong in this album. Uh, you know what? And there's only three. Uh, 50 seconds in on this, Kyle. This is... Uh, I think people would go, what a puss song this is, but I think it's, there's nope. something airy and spooky about it. The ba- ahead, I know it, the bass is great. Yeah. I love that. Song. I think that's a better song than I was made for loving you. And I think, yeah. it, I think it also, it straddles that where that disco vibe that mm-hmm. they were going for, but yet it still sounds like a rock song. I me. love that song. And, and Paul's other song is magic touch. And I love he that. He got the magic touch. When, when we saw him on his solo tour, when he was he playing with the, um, what was his band? They were from the, uh, Oh, uh, rock star in excess, rock star in excess. He used that band and, um, uh, he used a house band from that show, but yeah, he did. He used an excess. Yeah, he used an excess. <laughs> Might as well, no one he else. Won. He no won. One, no one else is using them, right? Uh, but yeah, I think the Paul songs are all strong in here, and I like. Uh, I don't know what you. Uh, let me hear your clunker first. I already did. Dirty living. It is dirty living. Yeah. Uh, I like charisma, and I like uh, X ray eyes. I like X ray eyes. Mm. I've got X ray mm. eyes. And uh, yeah, I like. I really like this album. Uh, dirty living is the only one I skip, but I this really is your love favorite Kiss album. This is in my top four Kiss Unreal. albums. I really like it. I really do. The uh, Peter Chris did not. Uh, <laughs> Peter Chris. <laughs> he oh, after pre-production and rehearsals. <laughs> go ahead. Peter Chris. Uh, they determined his drummer, his drumming was substandard. Of course it was. <laughs> it took him. It took him ten albums. <laughs> and uh, and so they didn't. They didn't have him do anything except for. Dirty, Dirty living. living. His shit song. All right. All right. Uh, what are you do? I like all those Paul songs better than any of his songs on Love Gun. Even I Stole Your Love. I, I like these songs better. Uh, I like I Stole Your Love. That's I think, I, think I Stole Your Love is one of the best kiss songs ever recorded. And I stand by that. Stand strong with it. Are you going to go into the Wikipedia page and change it up a little bit? Jimmy Pardo is on the Rock Solid podcast. <laughs> like it Randy Travis. Yeah. <laughs> That's still in there, I think. Is it? I did not, I did not put that on there. <clears throat> yes, you did. <laughs> okay, now we move on to Yes, here we go The only time I think Kiss has had a sense of humor Is on this album cover And it backfired on him 
it's uh, it's it's comic book panels, and the last panel is a guy saying, uh, after Kiss takes their masks off, underneath their masks, they look exactly the same as their masks. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then there's a guy that says, I still say they stink. Yeah, and that is hysterical. It's hysterical. But it should have been the album sleeve, not the album cover, in my opinion. I see. Like, it's another panel inside. Like, I think if they would have... Remember the poster? Where the poster was basically that panel of the comic yeah, where yeah, it was yeah. them taking the mask yeah. off and they're behind. It, right. Same thing. Uh, if, that was just, if that was the cover, I think it could have helped. Now, I will admit that... Is somebody playing trombone? I don't know what that was. <laughs> I will say that I, uh, at this point, I remember seeing Unmasked. It, it's almost like it got shipped. Who is that for? It's just, it's just for me to feel like we're doing a show. Is that right? I put the logo up on the big screen TV behind us. And it just went off. It just went to screensaver. Yeah. And you restarted it. Yeah. At 90 minutes, it goes to screensaver. I bust your balls unnecessarily. When I, when I have a guest in, I, that, I mean, yeah, for us, I don't need it. But I'm paying you respect by putting it up there. But when, when that's on there and like someone can, like Bruce Kulik comes I, in there, it looks better. I 100% agree with it you. It looks better. My studio, I've got pictures of my face everywhere. <laughs> so you're dumb for having this. Um, I remember seeing this because I think, I, I think whatever happened, when did this come out? Like October of 80? When did this come out? Well, I can tell you right now, this came out of May 20th, 1980. I think I remember <coughs> just like... I, I stumbled upon it. I think I stumbled upon it, and it was already in the cutout bin. Like, I think they overshipped this thing. And I think I was kind of, at that minute, done with Kiss. Yeah. Like, even though I loved Dynasty, mm-hmm. went to see him on the tour, yeah. had the shirts, was, yep. was Paul Stanley for Halloween. Like, yeah. everything was Kiss. Yep. Somehow, in the time between Dynasty and this, I lost interest yeah. and didn't buy Unmasked right. until years later. Yeah. I, 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 it, this, was, uh, this was, we had a downtown in our small town of Mayberry. Um, there were, I think this is the greens the five and ten is what they called it, and this was there, and I think overpriced, yeah you know, probably ten ninety nine which was a lot of money yeah absolutely it was the list price there was no sale price at the five the greens, and ten yeah, and uh, it was the only i, I didn 't even know it was coming out because we, we had no way to know back then what was coming out you knew was, by going to the record store and going hey any word of the new kiss and then yeah. the, the employee would laugh at you and go yeah, yeah they suck uh, <laughs> I still say come out when they stop sucking <laughs> so I this case and I and I buy you know went back to my house and grabbed my pennies and went down and bought it and and uh, I, I remember not even really caring I mean I that's liked, right at, at that point now in retrospect you revisited it's a good album. I like it a lot. A lot. It's a power pop album. It's a power pop album. It's a pop rock album. It's yeah. not. Uh, I mean, Kiss isn't metal. They're a rock. No, band. but they got. They always They're got rock looped band. into that yeah, metal because of the makeup, and they wore leather and studs right. and silver and and. Uh, but yeah, this is a you know. So let's let's start with you. Oh. Right. <laughs> uh, Peter Chris doesn't play on any of this. Doesn't deserve it. Doesn't sing on it. Doesn't play on it. He's only there in 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 makeup Im- imagery. Make, yeah, imagery because they they thought that that still held some weight. I thought Paul looked great on the. Whenever you see photographs of the band during this era, Paul looked great. I think he sounded great. Mm-hmm. I think the songs that he wrote on this album were fantastic. And yet, the song they chose was written by an outside source. Yeah. Uh, it opens the album. Yep. You would think that Paul wrote it, but it was the great Gerard McMahon who would go on to co-write a song later with Bobby Lamb uh, of Chicago, Kyle. They co-wrote a song together, and I can't pull the title at this moment. Uh, but this is called Is That You? Is that you? Is that you? 
to get off. Here we go. What's up, Kyle? You always get the boys you like. Nice and slick them with your knife. <laughs> Who's that you? Shut it down. Now this uh, this Gerard McMahon also co-wrote uh, almost every song on a Roger Daltrey solo album called Rocks <clears throat> Rocks in the Head. Is that right? Which is yeah, like he co-wrote that song Days of Light. Great song. I mean, that's a great Roger Daltrey solo album. It's my favorite Roger Daltrey solo album. So this guy had some chops. He knew how to write a song. You know, more importantly, he knew how to co-write a song. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but if you listen to that, that is really. I think the world was done with Kiss. They had become cartoons. Yeah. Literally had become cartoons. Yeah, on the album cover. The movie, everything about them yep. was they were a joke. Right. And so this album was dismissed, even by myself, a Kiss fan. But if you listen to that, that's 1980. That is a power pop album. Yep. That's the knack. It's nothing different yeah. than what was a hit, but nobody gave a shit. If they would have released that with, you know, under the band, you know, the, 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 you know, the, the wallpapers. Yeah. It would be like, who the fuck are the wallpapers? This new power pop band out of New York. It, it would have sold millions. Gene and the Demons. No, Pat, I, I think that would have Ace and the Spacemen. How about The Kiss? Okay. Yeah, The Kiss. You guys are bad at this. That would have given it away. Um, produced by the same guy, uh, Vinny, who we can't say his name. Pon, I'm going to say Ponce. I want to say he's an Italian guy from way back. Hey, fucking produced it. Hey, hey. Peter had the suit, the other mooks. Hey, you ever hear the Fon song? Hey, get over here. So what's your clunkster? What? Your clunkster. Uh, you know what? This was rough, but it, it but it, it, but it, it speaks to uh, exactly <laughs> what I don't like. I think this guy writes horrible songs. I'm going to say it. <laughs> I think the lyrics are horrible. Uh-oh. I think he's juvenile. I ace. And I don't even dislike this song. But if exactly right where I wrote it, uh, one twelve, Kyle. Just listen to how bad this is. This ace. These lyrics. They're everywhere. You meet them this place. And then meet them there. Then you decide to pick a mate. Because you're tired of all those dates. All those dates, Tinder. I need time to ease my mind. Make up my mind which one to find. Two sides of the now here's the thing I love those Ace songs on this album too The three Ace songs, I, I love them I don't dislike it, I think that the lyrics are ridiculous I think I've made a mix where I take these three songs And the other three from the other album And then put them with uh, some of Ace's solo album And I make a nice Ace tape for myself That's great <laughs> And I give it away for Christmas Is you, that something you do? Is that get, a stocking stuffer? You'll get one this year <laughs> I want to quote you And what, what, you play that for your parents? Um <laughs> uh, I think that song, I, I don't know. Again, I like this album as a whole. Mm-hmm. So to pick a clunker, it was almost like it would have been better to just not even click one. But I think those lyrics are so bad, I chose it. Okay. Pat Francis. Uh, the Paul songs are all pretty good on here. We both like Shandy. Shandy's a good song. Is that you? And then uh, I picked another Paul song as my keeper. And this is, uh, I love this song, Tomorrow. It's a good song. I like hand claps. <laughs> I do. Do 
This is interesting. If Wikipedia yeah. is to be believed, uh, Holly Knight plays keyboards on this album. Um, and it looks like Gene, it says Paul plays bass on Tomorrow and Easy As It Seems. And it says Ace plays bass on all of Ace's songs, Torpedo so what, so what does Gene play? And it says a guy named Tom Harper plays bass on Shandy. So Gene is MIA from... Uh, from six of these songs. I'm going to say, isn't this when he was dating Cher? I think so, yeah. This is when he was just, he was on the cover of magazines and yeah. stuff and was more interested in being... Yeah, with a, like a bandana over his half his face. Yeah. Bottom half. <laughs> he would stick the tongue out from underneath. I'll let you know it's him. Uh, My Clunker is a Gene song, and I just... Is it uh, She's So European? Uh, yeah. 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 Go ahead, let's hear it. Kyle... In Central Bay. These are all the places Gene was with Cher. <laughs> Fucking terrible. Chorus is a little bit catchy, but this was tough. Though there's a couple I could have. Uh, what makes the world go round is a Paul song. I, don't know I like that. it. This Torpedo Naked City is okay. I mean, it's a, this is a tricky one to pick a clunker. Yeah, because it's not a great uh, it's not a great Kiss album, and yet it has a, a lot of highlights. I like the album. I like it. Yeah, and I like the album too. Okay, let's move on. We've set, we've settled it. We put it to bed. I like that we have a lot of the same clunkers. Absolutely. Uh, we are moving we, on. Now we're moving we, we on. We had two. A lot of the same. There's a lot of uh, agreement on this show. <laughs> uh, I would probably, probably, I'd say 70, 75%. Uh, okay, now we're moving on to we get a new drummer. Here we go. And they decided to go back to the Bob Ezrin well because he did such a great job with Destroyer. Mm-hmm. Let's see if we can recapture some of that Destroyer. Uh, Mojo So uh, They do an album Called Music From the Elder Which is a concept album Let me ask you a question I don't even know If I knew What a concept album was All I knew is Why isn't Kiss On this cover anywhere Why They're not on the cover They're not on the back They're not in the sleeve Do you remember I I got The sleeve was clear Do you remember that It was clear plastic It was just the plastic But it had the No it had the words Printed on it um, and it's a gatefold, and mm-hmm. the, the gatefold is like a, a long table yeah. with like some words that, that <laughs> from a Hobbit movie. <laughs> and I still don't quite know what the, the story is. Well, uh, let me ask you a question. But now, Eric but Eric Carr's in the band now, The Fox. But I'm ask, here's my yeah. question for you. Let's pretend for a second that okay. you never knew it was a concept album. Well, I didn't. That they didn't <laughs> announce it was a concept album. They yeah. just said, here's the new Kiss album, yeah. The Elder. Mm-hmm. And you just listened to it. Yeah. Would you have liked it? Or was the con- fact that you kind of knew that there was... You didn't know it was a concept album. I didn't know it was a concept al- album. So, um, and the original version is, is, is sequenced differently than the remastered version. And is. you know why, right? No, tell me why. They, they released it because they wanted to highlight uh, uh, the two songs, uh, World Without Heroes and then the... Uh, mm-hmm. Is it I or The Oath? One of the other ones. Yeah. Where they, uh, like, each one opens up a side of the album, I believe, on the okay. original. And uh, so they wanted to highlight those so that they would have singles. Yeah, The Oath opened side one in A World Without Heroes. That's the original version. That's though. the original. Yeah. No, 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 that's the... 
Well, this says the 97 remastered version fanfare opens it. That's how it's supposed to open like that. The 97, okay. that, that was the original running t- uh, order of the concept album. But the record company, re, uh, oh, God, I've already lost interest. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If I write a book and they re-release it and put chapter seven up front and take chapter one and put it in the back, I mean, then there's, there's really, the story's, the story's, the story's flimsy if right. you can just rearrange the sequence. Well, and, I think that hurt it. Like, yeah. like they, they, they ruined the concept album concept. Mm-hmm. And then it was a concept album that nobody understood. Also, now at this point, everybody was done with Kiss. Oh, yeah. Everybody. Yeah, they got, uh, Paul's got a bandana on. They all got short haircuts. I thought Paul looked great. Yeah, the only cool thing is that you you have this guy in this fox makeup that looks pretty stellar, and he's a great drummer. He's a very heavy drummer. Just so that I'm clear, so I can leave here comfortably, and I don't have to send you an email. Okay. How's the fox look? It's pretty great. Is that what I said? I believe stellar Stellar. was the word I mean, he is stellar. stellar. Uh, they've streamlined their outfits. It's kind of just all like they get almost like leather jumpsuits. Right. Uh, Gene is showing a lot of chest. He's got a very short haircut. It's slicked back. Mm-hmm. I like the costumes. Loved it. But people are so done with it. Done. They no one gives a shit. I remember my 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 friends, uh, Jim Schultz, uh, who was just on an episode, a Mellencamp episode. My friend John Gallagher, and they they didn't even like Kiss to begin with. Right. But I go, you guys gotta hear this. New kids. This is Kiss is the best thing they've ever done. You actually believed it at the time. Yeah, I thought uh, I thought it was the songwriting was good, and it was there was something there. They were, you know, I'm like, oh, they're they're they're, they're in yes territory here. Mm-hmm. Something's happening with Kiss. They've come full circle. Yeah, but uh, I do like the album. And cover. by the way, I th- okay, go ahead. I do like the album cover, but I wish when you opened up that gatefold, there the they band are. would have been in there. Yeah. You know, I don't fighting goblins, whatever they're doing. <laughs> something. Do you want to? Do you want to hear the, what the story is? Yeah, tell it to us. There we go, Kyle. Dunson. Can you tell us to? Can you tell it to us though, as if we're like seven year olds and you you're telling us a story once upon a time style? Sure. <laughs> hey, Kyle. Uh, Kyle, can you tell Jimmy and I a story? Uh, once upon a time, yeah, there was a young hero named the boy who was recruited by the Council of Elders, who belonged to the Order of the Rose. A group dedicated to combating evil. Okay. The boy is guided by an elderly caretaker named Morpheus. Is he like my age or is he older? I think he's elderly. He's older. That's right. Just said it. (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, I meant meant the boy. Oh. The album (laughs) revolves around the boy's feelings during his journey and training as he overcomes his early doubts to become confident and self-assured. It's it's Star Wars. (laughs) Right? Yeah. That's it. Oh, all right. So it's uh, it's so about it's not a story. It's as about much as a concept. Luke Skywalker. What's well, concept album? It's not a story album. That's true. You know, you so it's about Luke Skywalker, and he's going to get the Force and take uh, take down Darth Vader, evil, and he's going to learn the Force from uh, Morpheus, from the Elder, which is Yoda. You're right. Fucking guys ripped off Star Wars. It's all they do these guys. So what did you think when you first heard this album? I got to be honest. I don't think I heard it. For 10 years after it came out. I remember I did not listen to it at the time. You didn't buy it. No, I did not. I did not buy it. No, sir. I did not. They were on solid gold. They were on Fridays. They were. Now, that said, they were great on Fridays. They did, if I'm not mistaken, they did three songs. They did three songs. They were in a sketch. It was a, The sketch was like, uh, instead of Hollywood Squares, it was a Rubik's Cube. So you would, they would turn it and like people would fall out of oh, it. that's funny. But they were all in one of the, one of the squares together. That's fun. We didn't really get the humor of Fridays. 
Did they do what did they do? The Oath, I, and World Without Heroes. Uh, World Without Heroes, I, and The Oath. Yeah. And then Solid Gold, they lip sync their way through a World Without Heroes. World Without Heroes. Um, so what are you going to play? What's your, uh, what's your keeper? What's your clunker? My keeper is written by Jane Simmons and Eric Carr. It's a song mm-hmm. called Under the Rose. Ooh, interesting. That is my clunker. Is it really? It is. Oh my god! I think it's the best song on it's there. It's just I. It's just such. It's just such like a choral piece. And then Gene's vocals are very restrained. Just, the you, you know, he's barely opening his mouth. Don't he's the elder. Get it? <laughs> Maybe he is the you elder. Don't get it. <laughs> you didn't get it when you bought the goddamn thing to begin with. When you didn't see them on the cover, and you don't get it in 2015. I bet I can. I bet I can pick your clunker. I have it narrowed down to two. You do? I think. You have not looked at my sheet of paper. No, no. I think your clunker is either going to be Mr. Blackwell or Dark Light. I'm going to play it and let me see if I'm right or wrong. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to have a conversation with you right now. All right. I'm not going to tell you. Don't play it yet, Kyle. I debated until all hours of the night last night. (laughs) Did you neglect your wife and child? Luckily, they were asleep. I do this. You do your best thinking at night. Darkness of the night. You're like Lestat. I a am, creature of the night. Yeah. That's right. That's next, Kyle. Calm down. Come on, Kyle. Jesus. Jesus. I mean, the show's going great. And then he, he literally, and I say this about Elliot Hopper again, my show, but it, it applies here. You are a human speed bump, man. You are a human speed bump. I mean, he's related to me, so I, you know, I prop him up. I'll send him an email later and good job. Yeah, you know, we're having fun, yeah, right? Great. Yeah. It's all good time. Yeah. Wink, wink. Right. But, you know, the true emotions come out when the microphones are on. <laughs> Uh, I battled between Dark Light and Mr. Blackwell. Which one do I pick? The Dark Light. There's that Ace bullshit again. Darkness never ending. A dark light. It's you know Ace you really to it. me is is like when people say, you know what, in a blue collar comedy tour, Ron White's great. It's like you're trying to find something that you're like, yeah. when people like to shit on Kiss, well, you know what? The Ace Frehley songs are good. No, they're not. They suck. I like them. This is horrible. You, he, picked, you picked two of the three songs that Lou Reed co-wrote for this album. Louis Reed. You know, I assume you do not like Lou Reed. I don't dislike Lou Reed. No. I had the best of. That's all you need. Rock and peace, Lou. Yeah, okay, so what? So, everybody so, dies. So I was right. It was between those two. Between those two. Okay. And I ended up choosing this one. Go ahead, Kyle. I am a sinner who just loves, loves to, to sin. sin. What's next? Winner who loves to win. I am a fighter who just loves to win. 
Oh, I wish you would have said winner that just loves yeah. to win, right. or a fighter that loves to fight. Like one of the two. Like don't mix I it. I am the truth about this crummy hole. What crummy hole? I am the truth about this crummy hole. Did he say crummy hole? It's sick. I gotta look that up. Oh, yeah, I did not. Uh, put them the wrong is that, so that is not your. Uh, you already said your clunker. Yeah, let me see. You you think Mr. Blackwell's better than Under the Rose? I am the truth about this crummy hole. Oh, that's terrible. Um, I don't know why. I, I don't know why I didn't. Uh, I, I like Mr. Blackwell a little bit. Oh my good lord! There's also uh, there's also three instrumentals on this. Uh, on the es- original Escape right? from the Island. Oh, remember that part of the story where they got to get off that oh, island. <laughs> You're talking about the boy in Morpheus? Oh, yeah. They got to get out. The island's going to blow up. Okay. And then... Uh, I heard, Pat, you tell me if this is true, that the, the TV show Lost was based on this. <laughs> Absolutely. That's mm-hmm. that wall that at the beginning that's taken from that. It is. Yeah. Thank you. It's about time that somebody's yeah. talked about this. Then We've solved a, it. There's a finale and there's a fanfare. On yeah. This. My, uh, my keeper is... Uh, is about the, a boy? Is the oath. Hmm. Let's hear the oath. I like that driving. I think it's good. Okay, so now before we continue... You're telling me you only want to do the makeup albums. That's not what I said. I said I think that would be a good idea for the listener mm-hmm. and you and Kyle. So are we going to do, uh, we're going to do Creatures and then uh, Psycho Circus, Sonic Boom, and Monster? You think that's cute? Yeah. You think that's a cute joke? <laughs> yep. Okay. You've been so, sitting on that, now, sitting b- on that piece of business? Before we decide this, yeah. since, since the bathroom, yeah. Are you going to promise to come back here for part two? I can't make that promise. Have you had fun so far? No. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Yeah. I just want to be very clear before we close off The Elder that I chose Under the Rose. I think The Oath is probably a better song. Okay. But, but, I, but I think The Oath sounds the most like a Kiss song. Mm-hmm. And I thought uh, exposing the non-Kiss fan, the non-people uh, that don't care at all. I'm sorry. Did you not give your keeper? Yeah, Under the Rose. Oh, uh, yes, yes. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I chose yeah. Under the Rose. Uh, because I felt that it would open up the eyes to people. A non-Kiss fan. Like, oh, yeah, you know what? That's, uh, that's, that's not bad. That's, that's different. different. That's different. Yeah, that doesn't sound like Kiss. Yeah. Okay, I get it. That's why I did not choose The Oath. Where gotcha. I think The Oath is probably a better song. And I also like I, because I, I believe, believe in, in me. me. There is no I in team. Is that what he says? Oh, I, don't, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised either. He doesn't say that, Kyle. No, you don't flip I, it out. I know, for, I know for a fact he doesn't say springs that. Springs up like a panther to look that up. Okay, so Jimmy, you're, you're on record though. You promised that if we, if we end with Creatures of the Night, you will come back and we'll pick up from the non-makeup years and go to the end. Well, p- part of me feels like I should just stay here and we do it now because I'm here. Mm-hmm. Then I look at the clock. <laughs> I think that's a horrible idea. Because we're at two hours right now. I'm exhausted. Yeah. Well, let's just close it out. Don't you think? We'll close it out with creatures if you promise to come back. 
Well, why wouldn't I? You're I my know. friend. Maybe you haven't. It's hard enough to get you here. I had to call your we'll manager. Get, but I've already we'll done get a big mama's pizza next time. Now we're talking, Kyle. I've already done the hard work. This is I don't I don't know why anybody yeah, would say done. yes to this. This is this was a disaster. This is the most homework I've done. You don't understand why I have four people on a regular basis that go. When are we recording again? Because it's fun. You get to re-experience your music. You know what this wasn't? Fun. Fun. <laughs> Coming here and recording is fun. Before we continue with uh, creatures, uh, poor Eric Carr who had to come in in the middle of this elder. He did. That guy couldn't have known what the fuck was up. Right. <laughs> He was like, what are we doing? When are we going to have an album uh, photo shoot? Well, we're not on the right, album. I want you to write yeah. something about dragons. You made me, you made me create. Yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. <laughs> I like how you have to. Because we're both laughing at him. I don't want him to think that we didn't laugh at that. I, I, I'm with you. He usually, says, he usually gets the. Andrew Rich gives him the line of the episode almost every time. No, that guy doesn't have ears. <laughs> that's not nice. It is nice. Uh, now, listen. It's the nicest thing I can say about Kyle and that guy. Can you imagine Eric Carr going, there's no cover shoot. I had to, I painted my I face painted like my a face. fox. Why am I recording in this makeup? <laughs> I know. Uh, Jimmy was nice enough to bring five copies of Sprezzatura. I only brought three for this episode. I'm going to bring two next time. <laughs> and he autographed me, signed Rock Solid, Jimmy Pardo. This is his newest comedy CD. This was um, this debuted on iTunes pretty high, right? It was number one on iTunes, number one on Amazon, number three on Billboard. And how long does did- not mean it's good? Just means it sold well. <laughs> how long did it hold those spots? It was number one for a week and on on iTunes. That's pretty amazing. And I think also number one for a week on Amazon. And also nominated for a Grammy. No, no, it was not. Come on, just play along. Should have been. Had I known how to submit it, I would have submitted it because I I'm told that it would have had a good chance of being nominated. That would have been cool. How cool would How, that be? The, the coolest Grammys. thing in the world, Pat. That's what it would have been. At the Grammy Awards. The coolest thing in the world is what it would have been. Uh, the, I mean, I, uh, Pat Oswald was sitting like two seats behind like Taylor Swift this year at the Grammys. That's exactly where I would have sat. Yeah. And she would have been sitting in my place. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, Gene Simmons? <laughs> I'm laughing because it's not my kind of joke. That's All right. why I think that's funny. Uh, we will, let's, let's, let's close out with Creatures. Uh, Glenn K. Ammo will be doing a second uh, round of artwork. This will be part one. You didn't say Glenn Campbell, right? No, I said Glenn K. Ammo. No, because Glenn's on top. Glenn's on top. Right. Well, you know what? Glenn Campbell right now thinks he's an artist. Yeah. <laughs> Asking him to do, do another piece of art. Uh, and it's Ammo. I think I called him Ammo. I, I can't. I call April Richardson Rachel on a regular basis. All the time. Because of the April and the Richardson. Yeah, so together. Like Rachel. Do you think... And because she's my favorite friend. Do you think Kyle... That uh, that guy that makes the notes feels sorry for you, and that's why he gives you a little shout out every week. Maybe a little bit. Yeah, I got to assume that's that. <laughs> uh, Just to be clear, I, this is the kind of fun that I have with Kyle when we play poker. So this is we're having yeah. some fun. I'm not really a dick. You guys play poker together? We play war. We get together once a week and play <laughs> war. <laughs> what if you guys had a poker game that I didn't know about? That'd be the greatest night of my life. <laughs> <laughs> you missed a great one last time. It was so great. Wasn't that a great game? Yeah. Do you know yeah. why the last few have been great, guys? Have you ever been there? Yes. <laughs> Catch on, you assholes. How many emails do I got to read? Best one yet. Lots of fun. Who's in for next week? This was the best table we've ever had. That's fun to read. Creatures of the Night comes Never out. Never back. You understand that? Creatures of the Night comes 1980. out. 1980. It's 82. <laughs> I meant to say 82. I'm October sorry. 13th, uh, 82. Oh, that's Rita's birthday, October 13th. Can I tell you something about this? Yeah. Also Sammy Hager's birthday. This yeah. album cover rivals... Dynasty. And what are the two Kiss albums that I have autographed? These two. And Revenge. And Revenge by Bruce Kulick, certainly. 
Yeah, this is the amazing. And some copies of this, the eyes glowed in the dark. <laughs> I'm burping. Yeah, some copies of this uh, had, uh, had glow in the dark eyes. Is that true? It is true. Did that ever happen? Yes. Look it up, Kyle. Did that ever happen? Yes. Or is that like one no. of those? I was at the concert where Gene snapped no, his foot no. so hard that the teeth from his boot stuck in the stage. No. That ever happened, sir? Are you looking it up? Yeah, I'm looking it up. I'm going to say that's not true. It is. I've seen it like at record stores and stuff. You're, then it was an import. Maybe. It, it, that doesn't mean it didn't happen because it came from it. What do you think about them when they reissued the album cover with uh, Bruce on the cover out of makeup? Like, let, let's capture it. Hey, first of all, it's a terrible band photo. It's a terrible it band like a photo. Christian band or right. something. Yeah, it it's looks like Striper. Sunset. Yeah, it's a horrible picture. It's horrible. Bruce doesn't play on the album. To my knowledge. No, it is not. Um, he would have told us if he did. Actually, there's a version of that cover where their eyes glow in the dark. Ah, see, there. Adam Rich is, you know, is his name Adam Rich? <laughs> yeah. Andrew. Andrew. Andrew Rich. Adam Rich is the kid from Eight is Enough. Uh, Mike Porcaro Mike plays bass on Creatures of the Night. Steve Ferris, he's from Mr. Mister. He plays lead guitar on Creatures of the Night. I can believe it. It's pretty great. That's what I said. <laughs> I let it later. It's pretty great. <laughs> stellar, man. Uh, this album cover is stellar. Ace, it says Ace does not appear on this album at all, I even though he's it. on the cover. Which sounds great, though. Do you find in that uh, glow-in-the-dark eye cover? Yeah, it appears, yeah. Is it Brazilian? What's Was it, it the say? Brazilian pressing? <laughs> it, uh, it's, yeah, it's a reissue from, like, 95. So it's not a real issue. A real issue? According to Pat, it was one of the very first ones that were... Uh, I've already lost it again. Glow in the dark... No, that's glow in the dark vinyl, not the eyes. The vinyl. No, 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 the yeah. eyes. This is the vinyl. Yeah, this oh. is the vinyl. Well, I'll, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Andrew Rich will find it. Okay, so Creatures comes out. It's produced by Michael James Jackson, who I never heard of. If did I, you think it was Michael Jackson when I you first did. got this out? I absolutely did think it was Michael Jackson. Of course you did. It wouldn't have surprised me. Why would it? Why would it? Why would, why would it be weird that Michael Jackson would produce Kiss? It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be at all. But, and, you know, he uses his full name. What's Michael, what's Michael Jackson, uh, the king of pop, self-proclaimed? Uh, what's his middle name, really? I think it's Dirty Diana, but you look it up. You think his name, middle name's Dirty Diana? I think it's... A, or as you said, Dirty Diana. Joseph Jackson. Michael Joseph, Joseph Jackson. Joseph Jackson. Oh, that's right. So it could have easily been. So this album comes out. Do you buy this one on its initial release because of that album cover? Amen. You did. Yes, I did. So did I. So did I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this, is, uh, this is nine songs strong. It's got a couple of songs uh, co-written by Brian Adams and uh, Jim Valance, who were uh, who wrote all the Brian Adams. Hits. Let me see. Let me guess which one. It was a War Machine. Yep. You better run out. So it's Adam Mitchell. No, it's not Adam Mitchell. It's Jim Valance, Brian Adams, and Gene Simmons. Yes, they wrote those. Uh, they wrote two songs together. Two and Gene the, songs. The other one is uh, Saint or Sinner. No. No. I, I can't pull it then. Rock and Roll Hell. Get me out of this rock and roll hell. I need to get away. This is the first album where Eric Carr really has that thunder drum oh, sound. Oh, man. I mean, the drums are the biggest sounding drums Kiss ever had on record. Woo! In my opinion. Agreed. That's right. <laughs> Them drums was loud. It's great. Um, so uh, a lot of great stuff on here. What do you, uh, what's your, uh, we're closing it out here with Creatures. My keeper, Pat. Now, I'm going to tell you yeah. something. 
I think the song Creatures of the Night, the opening track, the title track. It's a fantastic the titular song. song. Yep. Uh, it's probably one of the best Kiss album, uh, Kiss songs ever recorded. Yep. I think it is a phenomenal song. I think it's a phenomenal Kiss song. Yep. However, I did not choose it as my keeper because I think it's, it's, it's understood. Yeah. Uh, I thought uh, we played some of those drums, those aforementioned Eric Carr yep. drums, going right. at 152. This is off the ballad. This is off I Still Love You. Mm-hmm. I know you've you always touted these, uh, the drums on the this The drums ballad. sound so great on this. Yes, go ahead. Six-minute song. Probably the longest kiss song ever than ever at that point. Jimmy is soloing after drumming. I didn't know the same guy played both instruments. Yeah, you tell me that you're weird and cold. Never sees the smoke clears away. Easy meat. Battle has been lost. Drops. All right, shut it down. This is a, this is this. If the, you would have called this a metal album back then, I would have said, "Yeah, this is close." This is their most rocking album. Yeah, heavy, and then heaviest, heaviest album. That and even that, that I still love you. Longest song, kiss song to date. To at this date. Point. To, at this point, six minutes, six seconds. Can I predict what's longer? I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to say childhood, uh, childhood's end from Carnival of Souls is longer. I could be 100 percent wrong about that. that up? Uh, I still love you. That's the ballad. You hear how heavy that is. Yeah. That's heavy, That's baby. A power heavy. ballad, Jimmy. That's co-written with Vinnie Vincent. Vincent Cusano. No, that's not true. That's not true. I looked at the wrong thing. Wait, no, I nope. It's not. No, it is. You're right. It yeah, is. It, it is. is. Sorry, I was looking. My eyes are all effed. So that's great. So that's your keeper. And again, I think Creatures of the Night is a flawless song. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that's the keeper. That's what I wanted to showcase. Darkness. You said childhood's end is longer than uh, what we just heard. Four minutes and twenty seconds. Yeah, but saying. jungle is longer. That's what it was. Jungle. How long's jungle? Six forty-nine. Yeah. Wow. It was jungle. My fault. Damn it. I and I walk it. alone is longer. It's six oh seven. That's Bruce Kulick on vocals with that. It is. What is um? It is. What is your uh, friend clun- of the show? What is your clunker? Friend of the show. My friend. My personal friend. I'm gonna tell you something. When Grand Funk comes, I'm calling him. Get me into that show, Bruce. <laughs> What's your clunker? You don't think you can just walk into Tommy Malone's and see it? <laughs> Come on, they're an American band. Cup of two. That's a good song. Uh, also interesting about this. Great. Interesting about this album. Yeah. Nine songs. Mm-hmm. Five Gene songs. Yeah. Only four Paul songs. What do you make of that? Gene's back. Uh, yeah, it felt like Gene was was uh, was bringing it more with this. Even if you just took uh, "I Love It Loud" and "War Machine," that's better than Gene's been doing. Let me tell you something about this album. You and you and I know you like to bring this up of what how they still perform songs from albums on tour to this day. Yeah, they still do "Creatures of the Night," "I Love It Loud," and "War Machine." And sometimes I still love you. And sometimes I still love you. <laughs> so what's your clunker? It's not one of those. I don't have one. You this is that, the only album, right? Okay. Is this the only one, Kyle? Uh, there's, to me, there's no clunker on this album. I couldn't even, I don't even want to put, go, well, here's my least favorite. 
Because I, I like this album. Not even Danger. Danger. Okay, I'll play my... Okay, maybe. Okay, but here's my clunker. My clunker's not even Danger. Mine is... Play my clunker. Keep me coming. Now, again, I like the music. Oh, yeah. It's the lyrics that get me with this. Just the keep me coming. Yep, the music's great. It's only a clunker because I don't care for the lyrics that much. Keep me coming. And this this song in particular, particular yep. is getting us to that point in the early non-makeup years that I don't like. This is the type of song they started to really do all the time with the upcoming albums that we're not going to talk about tonight. And that and those are the songs on those albums that I don't care for either. That you don't care for. Yeah. But my uh my um your keeper's great. I agree with that one. But my keeper and I love when he sings it now and he sings it with just like it's brand new and it's and I've played it on this show many times before and War Machine is just so good. This is going to be your play out. Will this be our playout song? I so we, we need to play out, don't we? That's what I was thinking. I mean, you're ramping this up. Here's the thing. Do you care if we play out with War Machine, or do you? I mean, I guess we have to now. Well, we kind of have to. I mean, Kyle's already put his stamp on this. Oh no, I just. I don't saying. know if he was helping the show by saying, "Oh, is this going to be the playout?" Or if he, or if he's throwing a, uh, you know, a wrench in the system. It's one of those things where I mean. I, the show's been going in such a way where we haven't talked about anything. Like we're doing a professional show, you keep yeah. that kind of talk for like during a break. Yeah, or maybe slide me a maybe a note, like post a note, it. Like a note. Hey, we're down to one song. Should that be the play? Should that be the play? In out? fairness, if I slid you a note, you'd be like, "Should this be the play out?" <laughs> That's what you'd say. <laughs> I want to. I want to shove him like you're doing, and I can't do I know. it. The only guy that wore a kiss shirt tonight. And I fucked up. I meant. I meant to wear. That's mine. a nice kiss shirt too. Thanks. That's it's just the, the logo. The perfect one. Where'd you get that? Yeah, where'd you get it? I think Target, maybe? Yeah, that's Target shirt. Target, that's a good shirt. Is it a raised? Let me feel it. It is raised. Oh, that's your nipple. All right, let's do some promoting, and we'll play out with I've War got Machine. i logo on my shorts. <laughs> it's also raised. Do you want to grab my nipple? Well, it's been raised ever since you heard those thunder drums, and I still love you. Let me tell you something. Here's what I was going to say. I was looking up on my phone while you were talking. Uh, before we close, what if you said, you know what? Let's just continue. Let's do the oh, rest I can't, of the. Can't think of anything. I can't think of a worse idea. <laughs> uh-uh. Uh-uh. I, uh, you know, I run half marathons, mm-hmm. and I put together little songs, yeah. and one Kiss song makes that um, list. That list of that two and a half hours every uh, time. One song, one Kiss song makes it every single time. Christine, sixteen. Any guesses what it is? War Machine. Nope, Kyle. Was it on your list? You keep me coming. <laughs> I think it's phenomenal. You really do? I do. You're, wait, are you being honest? No, it makes the cut every time. I think wow. it's great. And it's the so song. So weird. Now, I go back. No, These I, last two albums, we've disagreed a, l- a little bit. Well, like, because one of us doesn't get it. 
Here's what I think. Uh, in, in retrospect, well, there's no question. <laughs> he was pointing at you, Kyle. Uh, Creatures of the Night is a great song. I've already spoken to Yeah. That. But when I heard Keep Me Coming, it's what brought me back to Kiss. It's like, okay, good. Here, we're back. We're, we're back to we're rocking. Gonna, we're going to be talking a lot when we get to these non-makeup. No, I'm probably going to agree with you. But <laughs> that was the one that brought me back into the fold. Okay. So uh, uh, it's got a little place in my heart. But I think it's my third favorite song of the album. Okay. Behind Creatures and I, I Still Love You, then Keep Me Coming, then War Machine. Then, <laughs> and then Wow, you like, you're Paul heavy on this. You better watch out. What's the other one I'm thinking of? That, uh, which one that goes, get me mm. off this, this carousel? That's rock and roll hell. You can do what you want. You can go to hell. <laughs> All right, let's do some promoting. Jimmy, where are you going to be? Pat, I have this brand new show on the Science Channel called Race to Escape, Saturday nights on the Science Channel. Where can the people see you? In August? Oh, uh, August. uh, Yep. I apologize. Let me uh, look this up. Let me be a professional. Kyle usually looks up where the people are going to play. August 14th, I will be in Paris, Texas. Okay. August 15th, I will be in Austin, Texas. All right. Uh, and then at the end of the month, the 28th and 29th, I will be in Toronto. And as a matter of fact, uh, we will be doing a live Never Not Funny in Toronto, Canada. Uh, the first live shows you will not be a part of. Sands me. That is uh, because you are not allowed in Canada. <laughs> Say the real reason. It's a, it's a, Financially, it's a financial we cannot rate. fly you up to Canada. Yeah. If I Look, we've done, just so people know, we've done live shows before where we fly in, we have a great time. The audience loves the show, and we fly home with with twenty five bucks, no fifty money. bucks. Yeah. So um, Jimmy and Matt had a chance to do one uh, up in Toronto, mm-hmm. and they told me in advance that uh, you know it wouldn't, it would not, you know, it, look, we, we're having a good time here for free. Why do we have to fly up to Toronto? Don't need to. Yeah. So uh, so that's it. But um, and I'm fine with it. It's cool. We'll be at the. You guys can see us all together at the um, Podfest. <clears throat> gonna have to talk about that too. Wait a minute, but that's in town. There's, I don't even have to fly in. It's cost effective. Oh, it's Jesus. Cost effective. Okay. Um, Kyle, you have comedy coming up. You I have a do. show coming up. It's in Santa Ana. Okay. This is a ways away down near Murray territory. All right. And uh, it's August eighth. What night, night of the tickets. week is that? Saturday. Saturday. How many people are on that show? I don't know. It's like a bunch of like it's like an art fest, but I'm going first. Okay. You, How do you know you're going first already? How is that already uh, decided? They told me. Open it up strong. That's what they're thinking. Yeah. Are you getting paid for that show? No. No. It's okay. Yeah. That's fine though. Yeah. It's hard to get paid for. You do a lot right of now. gigs where you don't get paid. You That's work right. it out. Yeah. Pat and I did some live. Never not funny. We walk come home with twenty five dollars in a pocket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and people were there to you know. Granted, people stayed for autographs and pictures, and then we walked with twenty five bucks. It's the greatest. Uh, Cost money to fly. <laughs> Jimmy on Twitter? Jimmy Pardo, yeah. And does uh, Never Not Funny also have a Twitter? At Never Not Funny. All right. And we can hear that show twice a week. One is uh, the Players Club version that you pay for. You That's get right. video. Mm-hmm. And the other one is free. Free via Airwolf. And the free one, is that video also? If you're a member of the Players Club. Oh, if you're a member of the Players Club, you get both shows on video. That's correct. I'm, I, didn't, I don't think I knew that. Mm-hmm. Okay, excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, we are at Rock Solid Show. You can read Andrew Rich's notes at rocksolidpodcast.com. I'm at Pat underscore Francis. Kyle is at Kyle Dotson Funny. Um, there's a donation button on the rocksolidpodcast.com uh, site. Uh, anyone who donates $20 or more, I'll send you the live from the Rock Solid Studio CD. 
That's got unheard banter, stuff that was never played on the show, along with all of the musical performances uh, that were done live in the studio. I do not own those musical performances. I'm not selling those. That is a gift to you. Those performances are out there. You can find them. You can splice together your own best of if you want. So it's it's just a little, a little thank you. Uh, also, we have uh, a premium episode that I just found out the other day. We have sold uh, 29 downloads on this. Um, Hang on a second. Now, since you posted about that selling 29, right. have you sold any more? I think I have, yes, since the post. This is being recorded a day after I posted that. So, yes, people have told me they did, and, and um, people have donated, too. One person and, returned and Thank it. you. So now we have 28. Yeah, one person said it had a glitch. <laughs> return, but, uh, return a download. It's called 200A. It's on iTunes. It's a, it's a premium episode. Kyle and I thought maybe we would do one every, every 25 episodes. We would do one of those and see what happens. And, and boy, did we find out. Um, <laughs> but no, th- and thanks for donating and, th- and keep listening. We appreciate it. And uh, my post was not to elicit um, guilt donations. I was just more expressing uh, uh, my, my frustration of, uh, oh, boy, that's not. I don't know what number would have been pleasing to me. I know but it wasn't 29. It was not 29. Probably 30. But your premise was, your thinking was. So just... My thinking was, we've done 200 episodes for free and, you know, upwards of 2,500 to 3,000 some weeks, 4,000 people download the show. And I thought, well, how many of those people will throw us two bucks? And uh, 29 people came through uh, with flying colors. Wait, it was only $2? Yeah, it's dollar ninety nine. Oh boy! <laughs> but you're thinking the was site, if, if the, I made the it. site that serviced it, TuneCore, that cost me twenty bucks out of my pocket just to get it all happening. <laughs> well, you, well, then you, PayPal takes a little bit, and uh, or TuneCore takes a little bit. You lost money putting this thing probably. Out. I probably lost a little bit of money. This is Toronto all over again. But you know, let me just say this: people, the people that post an email and, and everything and download, they're, they're nothing but nice. You know how fans are. I'm going to say this on your behalf. Yeah. The premise is. It's awkward to ask for donations. Yes. It's awkward to have a donation. I wanted them button. to get something. So you get something for yeah. your two bucks. Just like if you buy a t-shirt, you get a t-shirt and I get, you know, I, we get we get half of that money. Right. I I get it. Because I don't, you know. The $2 to, is really not for the episode. It's more to, hey, yeah. if, if a thousand of you donate the two bucks, I'm, gonna, I'm even going to give yeah. you something. But we did put together, I thought we put together a nice episode. We were, it was just him and I and we were cracking up the whole time. 29 people have issued different reviews. Than what you've just said. One guy did actually say. Oh, did he really? Yeah, let me find One it. guy bought it and crapped on it? Yeah. Let me see he was that. the return. Uh, Wait, you're, you weren't kidding. No, I'm just joking. Some sure. guy was unhappy, though. Uh, yeah, uh, Bruno uh, Enrique Ferrari. I might that? be saying that wrong. A lot going I paid on. for the app, but didn't enjoy it as much as the normal ones. But I would keep buying it. Oh. Um, he says, I, as bad as you. I do the same with uh, DLM podcast. All right, thank you. Doug loves me. Tell us more things you do. And, and so my response was, we appreciate your support for sure. Honesty, not so much. Huh, <laughs> but then right. I put up a, a wink emoji. Oh, you put a little emoji on? Literally, a wink, little emoji. Hey, I'm joking. And did he like it? He did like it. Yay. Oh, also, who else liked it? Frank Sanchez. Uh-huh. Um, Siegel said, is this the wrong time to ask for a raise? And I told him that I thought he was in a state-funded rehab facility. Well, welcome to Facebook Talk. Yeah. yeah. Okay, what's happening? This is a new segment. Can I look okay. that up on my own time? Yeah, but you won't. <laughs> That's not true. I already read it all. That's why I knew about it. So anyway, thanks to everyone who's supporting the show. Uh, keep listening. Keep uh, doing your thing over there at uh, Never Not Funny. Are you guys? Are you guys going to continue that over there? 
Yeah, I think we're going to keep going. Okay. Pioneers! <laughs> That's right. Keep on trucking, baby. Live at the Podfest. Uh, Kyle, thank you as always. Uh, Jimmy, we'll see you in a couple weeks for round two. Yep. It's not going to be a couple months. It's not going to be like in December. We're going to record this uh, soon and get it out there. Stop flexing. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, let's hear War Machine. Thanks, Jimmy. Thanks, My Kyle. My pleasure. Thanks for having me.